Thank you guys for tuning into the I Am Human podcast. As you can see, I the man with the shades is yes, back. Sir. Welcome yes, back, sir. Mr. Child of Bands. It feels great to be back. Feels the great to be with the boys. The return of bands. Uh, over this episode, we talked about obviously the return of bands. You know, it was long way to overdue. What was it a month or two? Yeah, it's been like a month, month and a half. I don't yeah. know if y'all caught those bars, but I did it on purpose. We also talked about role models. Um, the situation with EDP, although it was uh, what about the last last month, still had to be addressed. Very um, much. Riley Reed also is getting married. Congratulations! Congratulations, Miss yeah. Riley. Yeah, we have our opinions on that, but you know, it shouldn't matter to you. Congratulations once again. Do your thing, girl. Yes, ma'am. You know, love is a beautiful thing. We also touched on love. Ignore the voice crack. We also touched on love and uh, relationships. Logical, illogical, emotional. So it took a nice amount of time. So um, just to wrap it up, we also talked about Mr. Dwight and his uh battle rap career. Yes, career. We're going to get him started. He is going to uh venture out into that very soon. Live performance. Live performance. Open I was mic. never the nigga with the nice jacket, Mink. I was the nigga that I walked up and you're like, nice jacket, Mink. Oh, okay. right. that's, that's not mine, by the way. As y'all can see, mine. he's still in bars right now, but he will have his own content very <laughs> no, soon. Absolutely. Um, We also touched on music as well, being that Mr. Bands is back. We needed some of his uh, musical prowess, musical insight. And, um, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Yo. Yo. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? <laughs> um, I just want to start this off. Ask everybody, how was your how was your week? How was your weekend? What have you? What have you guys done? Goals you've accomplished? Anything? I just want to know. Fucking just nothing. Nothing? Damn. Yeah. Damn. Goals just crumbling. Damn. Nothing. Damn. Damn. Exactly. Crippling. Like my depression. Exactly. Like the white's knee. Ooh. Meniscus tear. <sighs> Elaborate on the meniscus, sir. Yeah. Let's well, it's not confirmed like, yet, but when the doctor says it's most likely a meniscus tear. Did he like, like you know... Hold your shoulder a little bit and be like, listen, son, I think your knees <laughs> Give you the pastor grip. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, she was like, um, she was like, move your leg or whatever, something like that. Or like, bend the so, shoulder. Yep, she, she was trying to make sure I wasn't bow-legged. I wasn't bow-legged. She was like, all right, well, I'm going to give you these papers. Go get an x-ray. And it's most likely a meniscus tear. Damn. I thought I was pretty active. Damn. Damn. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I but you, you think it, that you don't even know when you torn it, like... You said your knee's been hurting for a while, right? Yeah. But at the same time, last year when I was doing track, I didn't feel no pain like that. True, yeah. It could be overworking because I know sometimes you can wear the back of your kneecap down and shit like that. Yeah, so I don't like know. gear. Yeah, because I know my knees are fucked up, man. Protect your knees. You're too young. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I'm about to go through this fucking rehabilitation process i'm gonna be chilling oh bro yeah, yeah. They're, they're probably gonna give you the most bullshit pt ever bro the <laughs> physical training is bullshit they're like do ca- uh leg lifts calf raises like it's all some bullshit bro i'm gonna get that uh what's this it called tidal wave no tidal like, pool it's like a, a wave pool or some shit some shit like that <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> what the it's fuck? like it's like a tube of water it's like um a tube of water i'll look it up after Oh, oh, I, know. I think it's I like a workout thing. It's yeah, like, you like like little boxing that you get in, or no, no, no. It's like a, it's like a sphere. Like oh, it's like a circle thing about. that hangs up, and then you hold on to it and shit and walk. Or I think I know what you're talking about. I feel, I feel like, like I know I what you're talking about. I just don't yeah, know what it, I forgot the name of it. Yeah, start um, with title or like wave some. 
Like I might get uh, back. How, how like it, zero gravity treadmill. What you do, Charles? Um, shit. Damn. You've been going for a minute. Yeah, exactly. I've been back, by the way. Yeah, yeah welcome. You, welcome. Let's elaborate on the last I, month or the, two. My last month has been pretty. It's been pretty action packed. Just yes, trying sir. to get as much stuff done as possible. I'm pretty sure by now I can release like details and shit. But like, m- my collector's been working on shit, and we've been trying to get shit done. Trying to prep for the summer, get a bunch of shit out the way. Yes, sir. So I've just been busy, just every day, every other day, just trying to like get to something, trying to do something. Been in the studio, so just know, just know, some some shit's gonna come out. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Something, okay. something's in the works. Okay. Yes, okay. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Excited. My, excited. Yeah, my my, not my presence not being here was not for. Um, I don't even know what the fuck I'm about to say or what I'm saying, but it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? There was, there was a sacrifice of me not being here, but trust me, good will come. You know what I'm saying? Yes, There's sir. always the mm-hmm. sacrifices, you know what I'm saying? Indeed, it's going to build something. You uh, know, not going to lie, after the, the first bare legal tapes, y'all left us wanting a lot more. Yeah. yeah. Videos, music, everything. So uh, we, the, we ready for it. That's the scary thing, bro. We ready for it for it's sure. So, so scary. You release music and people just constantly want more of it. And it's like, you kind of got to work on your own pace. And even if you do make a lot of music, it's all like evolution. Like, we don't want to yeah. release the same thing. We want to. Yeah. The, our whole goal is fuck the industry. We don't want to make anything like that's like the industry. So. 100%. You got to like find your balance and like also try different shit and then got to get equipped to doing that and then move. Like, do that. It's, 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 it's a process. Okay. 100%. What about you, James? What are you doing this Shit, week? Man, um, this week I've been I've been trying to relax on making music. I just got so much to like pick and choose from at this point. Yeah. A lot of different shit too. But um I'm trying to trying to get a, a list going. Mm-hmm. You know, I got another EP coming out very soon. Well, either by the end of this year. Yeah, by the end of this year or mid year. Um, but I'm releasing a couple of singles, I already released Backseat Conversations, mm-hmm. doing really well for the the first week was like six thousand views or plays on Spotify, yeah. I think. Babies were being made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they gonna be some more gonna be made. <laughs> but um but um nah I'm just I'm just trying to take my time and uh let, let things come to me. I've been having a lot of uh a lot of a lot of spiritual things been happening to me, mm-hmm. aligning me onto uh, better better paths and uh, better ways, whether it's uh physically Mentally, musically, mm-hmm. like a lot of a lot of things been uh showing its true colors. So I've just been trying to take everything in one at a time and uh be grateful and accept it. Yeah. Like I've been I don't know if y'all seen it, but like one time on my story I just recorded grass and posted grass. <laughs> I am like dead ass. <laughs> I I'm, I'm dead ass. And then uh somebody asked me like, What what was that video? It wasn't no music or anything. I was like, No, I'm just like some people can't even get out of bed in the morning. That's true, yeah. So like when I went outside and I seen that shit, it, it I thought of it. Some people can't even get out of bed in the morning. Some people don't even wake up to even go outside and appreciate nature. So that's that's oh, kind that's of the vibe right. yeah. I didn't know. I, I thought you were talking about like they're like they're like disabled, so nah, they couldn't get out of bed. Nah, it's just they they're not they're not motivated to go outside. No, not sure. even that. It's just some people don't get the same blessings I get. That's so true, for me man. to even go outside and get fresh air is a blessing. Mm-hmm. For me to wake up is a blessing. Being able to do anything in this yeah. life is a blessing. So I really been trying to um just just work on myself as a person and um. And with this music coming out, you'll see it. Like it's it's showing in my music for sure. Mm-hmm. To um the evolution of who I am, my personas in music and everything I wanna brand my image and brand okay. myself around. So it's been a pretty productive week, pretty productive productive couple of months. And uh the months coming up ahead even even better. So just stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Caleb, this posture is uh 
Superior. Yeah. <laughs> he see he seen me do it. I seen him do it on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody but, else like slouching in the mic you over here. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to bend down into the mic, but I had it at first. But um, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to fix my posture and shit. I got another single coming oh, this fuck. month too. All right, cuss. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. that, yeah, I, nice. about that I think too. like five minutes in, right? Six, seven minutes. I in. guarantee somebody cussed before that. Oh, I, probably, I don't think I, I don't do. think so. I think I might have. Yeah, it's just a second nature yeah. nowadays. But I got another single coming this month. Explain in the dark, um, or in parentheses in the dark on the twenty first. Y'all stay tuned for that. Hell yeah! Okay. So, um, Check that out. Yeah, my y'all gonna hear it. my sound is very different, and I, I don't like to brag about it, but I want to let y'all know for that. Like right now, it's nothing you heard before. A different R and B coming. Mm. Okay, so, cool, cool. Yes, sir. Pull that shit up when it comes out. Yes, sir. You blasting that bitch. Got y'all. Making children to that shit. Nah, this one <laughs> not you gonna make. You ain't gonna be making ch- uh, kids. You are gonna be filing divorce papers. Ooh, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. But no, this just a start. This just a start. So y'all okay. just okay. stay tuned. Stay tuned. Filing them divorce papers. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go get you a lawyer after this. One. <laughs> <laughs> lawyer up. Sign that prenup. <laughs> you just say prenup. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was like I thought <laughs> I thought he messed up on the prenup and he said prenup. No. I was like, what the fuck? Hey, that's the like, clip right there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dwight's so disappointed. He's like, we only yeah. five minutes in this. <laughs> All right. Nah, that's where he said he said yeah. prenup, but he said it weird as fuck. So that's why I was like, what nah, the hell? Right. Everybody else got it except you. Yeah. <laughs> From my ears, I don't be I don't be listening like that. Ears I know you don't different. listen, bro. Oh, also want to ask you, uh, um, Charles, how are you in your collective with collabing with other artists? I know you're big on um, working with Tampa people, mm-hmm. but just for anybody out there that aren't aware of how you guys work or anything that is there anything that you can share with that? Um, we're open to working with anybody, honestly. It's just it's more like a vibe and a place and time okay. type deal. Like, um, if we really like your music, obviously, like we're a collective. We're not a <laughs> we're not a rap group, so it's not like you have to have each and every one of us on your That's feature, okay. whatever. It's like we're a collective. We're all on our own individual artists. I have a song and a music video coming out with. It's not even like with my collective, but that's gonna be coming out soon. I hope that wasn't too much information on. I don't know what the kid wants to do with it, or sorry, I don't know what my dog wants to do with it, but um. But yeah, for anybody that wants to collab, just hit somebody up. DM, text message, message my manager, message us personally. And we can always work with each other. Our whole goal is to bring Tampa up and to be able to get in touch with creatives in the area. Yes, sir. I feel like a lot of people in Tampa are kind of very much closed-minded and it's a war. And we're not trying to, we're trying to change it from a battle to notoriety to like all of us working and coming together. That's what's more important. Unity creates something better than what war competition is cool but when you all can come as one and create something beautiful it's just better it's just better yeah it's just better yes, sir. it's more healthy cool, as cool, well cool yes something sir beautiful we appreciate that we respect that as well yes, sir hit my boy james up for the feature though 3k <laughs> 3k alright so I know your first ever single hit 100k and I know Trigger Rush is over what? How many now? Two fifty. Two fifty. Like since you guys, how does that make you guys feel? For yeah, you like say your first song. Cause I know Trigger Rush was your guys' first song that hit hundred k. Yeah. So what is since like I know like now big like say like J Cole and all those like big time rappers they don't really look at numbers and stuff. But for a small artist, do you guys like you're like yet like 
you kind of feel proud a little bit? I'd say, yeah, it gives you like a little like confidence boost, but I feel like at the end of the day, you can't pay attention to the numbers Mm -hmm. because if it's like people will make music just for numbers, people will make a specific type of music just so it can like blow up. Like people will make specific songs so it can be on TikTok or whatever. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like honestly the numbers are cool, but you can't believe too much in the hype. You kind of got to like fall back from it. And as if it's something that you're proud of and it hit that cool, that's a big accomplishment. But at the end of the day, it's like. All right, that goal's checked off. Let's move on to the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for me, it's definitely a sense of pride there. Um, with my with interested, I didn't even want to drop interested. I want to drop like my, my actual first song recorded. My mom made me drop interested, and um, she kind of really paved the way. She made it happen. She showed me the plan. We followed the plan, and it worked. So uh, for me, it's a really it's it's more of a humbling experience than mm-hmm. uh, being proud of it. I take a lot of pride in it because you know it, it's my name. It's what I worked on. It's Minecraft front end I made that piece of art but um <clears throat> number wise I think it's a really humbling thing um that song wasn't even out a year I dropped that last October mm-hmm. yeah and um to reach a goal so high that not many people reach yeah, of course I, I'm I'm very proud of myself and uh, my team for making that happen mm-hmm. but uh like you said it's just a check it off the list and keep going like, what's next you know, yeah what can you improve what can yeah, you yeah. and um I, I I love that song now because of what it means to me. It has a, a now it has a sentimental value, mm-hmm. and um more than anything. But um if you listen to that and then listen to the last song I put out, it's completely different. You mm-hmm. can see my evolution already. Yeah. So um I really I really value that thing or that um experience as well. So you know I just check it off my list. Thank God it's a blessing. Uh, I appreciate everybody that listened to it, streamed it, and um allowed me to accomplish that. But time for the next next mm-hmm. goal the and next achievement move, yeah i feel like evolution is so important because <laughs> am, am i too loud <laughs> nah nah you straight you straight am i too loud yeah evolution is super important because you listen to a song from a year ago to a song now you're gonna see the differences mm-hmm. and it's like in some cases there's some artists that there isn't that like they're kind of stuck on the same thing so it's always good to just evolve and the number is just it's a milestone like mm-hmm. you hit that milestone Let's shoot for the next. Let's shoot for the next. And yeah, can't really get too caught up in them shit. Mm-hmm. All right, so random. I remember when um, y'all know I know battle rap. Caleb challenged me to write a three round versus like a popular or somebody that's not popular. Mm-hmm. Y'all think I should take that up? Hell like, yeah. Do I re- write three rounds? Yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely. Since he takes so much pride into battle rap, Hell yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, think, I think there's nothing wrong with even trying it. And if it's something yeah. you're really interested in and have that passion for, that's all the more reason to mm-hmm. try it. You know, test it. You never know what might happen. Damn. You might fall in love even more with the yeah, sport true. and want to do Three the rounds sport. is kind of long, though. But, hey, lie. challenge it. You always got to challenge yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who y'all think I said, yeah. Who y'all think I said right for? I, I don't know, man. I don't know battle rappers yeah, like that. You, you Honestly, I, I would say Kendrick Lamar. Huh? Oh, I said a battle rapper, not. Oh, I not, thought you, I thought you said write a battle rap for a main art, like for a popular nah, artist. Not actual battle rapper. Oh, see, yeah, um, I, don't, I don't really know. Names. I'm not too big into a battle rap scene myself. You know, uh, Jag, right? I th- we talked about him before. Uh, he used to be Chubby Jag, but now he go by Jag, L.A. No. My cousin, um, my cousin, big into him, um, on his battle rapping scene too. He fire with it, fire with it. I suggest looking him up. Not to do hella research. He also showed me um uh dude Punchline King, PC Punchline or Punch.
Punchline Champions, PC, mm. and um, he had he had this one bar like it went over everybody heads. He said it three times and it went over their heads every single time. <laughs> I didn't even get it till my cousin broke it down to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, that's that's different. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, if you, I I know you watch a lot of it and you do your research and everything too. I think yeah. you can make it as your own art, your own battle rapper yeah. instead of writing it for another battle yeah. rapper. I'm crazy with exactly. it. Right? At the end of the day, my, who my humble opinion, of course. Yeah, who cares at the end of What's the day? What's the worst man? that can happen? Literally. Not doing it. What is the worst? Fucking, I get three would <laughs> I, get, I don't I get know, bro. Right? Well, you're gonna be. Yeah, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you do not take. Exactly. Correct. That confidence, bro. It would be hard to try to like. Let's say I did do battle rapping like Tampa, like you said. It would be hard to get information on somebody I don't know. And hard hard to get on. That's the main yeah. thing about it. It's one thing if I'm battling somebody I already know that's popular on like URL, but somebody but, over here that I don't know at all is gonna be kinda hard. Especially if I'm not gonna say gum bars, what am I really gonna say? What the material I'm gonna come up with. It's also strategies too though in battle rap. It's it's a real sport. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's a sport, um, yeah. He showed me my cousin showed me one one dude, he was rapping about um his wife. His uh, his wife got in a car crash with his daughter and he had his hard bar. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was crazy because he had this hard bar. Um, I don't remember how it go, but he uh he said his his wife was driving. He says a crazy thing like when your wife get in a car with your kid, and um she get in a car crash, she make it through, and then that but his daughter didn't. And then he had said something about burying the seed, but he couldn't see the flowers grow. He had to put them there. Like it was deep. Like he won a crowd over with with his shit. He was it was battle rap, but he won it over with his shit. So mm-hmm. it's real strategies in different ways. Story. Yeah, lesson in every bar. Might yeah. as well start with actually putting the pen to the page and mm-hmm. trying to write it and getting right with it, and then move on from there. Hey, shit. If I have a whole like fucking boot on or like a cast on it, I got nothing else to do. So Bro, like literally, it. right? right. It, like yeah. if you if you have like great creating a great ideas folder. In your notes, bro. Whatever battle rap bar comes to your head, write them down. Write it mm-hmm. down. And just start writing them down. And then from there, bro, you never know. You could compile a whole round off whatever you... you it might be easier than you think. Like, yeah. your mind can think of. Yeah, 100%. Name flips. Name flips can be pretty easy. 100%. I told you how I got started to actually rapping or being an artist. Nah. I was making beats and I ain't sending them to nobody. I wanted to hear how I sounded on my own shit. True, yeah. And I was scared to do it for the longest. I went to the studio with my cousin like two years ago. He did a song off one of my beats. I thought I was. I thought the beat was trash, but he liked it. And ever since then, I was like, wow, maybe I can do this shit. Last August, um, a little after my birthday, or a little before my birthday, um, my girl left me. So I had a reason. Like I had, I had something to talk about then. Ever since then, I fell in love with the the art of writing and songwriting and and compiling music mm. so it, it's definitely um i definitely think you have to the talent to do it the ability yeah. and skill to <laughs> learn it especially because you already have the passion um of watching a sport yeah so i, I definitely think it's something you can do yeah, it's gonna be tough i'm gonna think about i gotta think about who I'll, who i'll write for like imagine it mm-hmm. maybe you just hey don't even think about who you write for just write some it. shit you're going through just yeah. write it down Anything you think of, you right? I just I just tore my meniscus. Shotgun pants. Yeah, but so what, tore my instead meniscus. of a person, an object. Yeah. Huh? Instead of a person, an object. Mm-hmm. Some of the best. How would that work though? Off object. It's how the fuck. How the fuck would that work? Some of the best rappers are storytellers. Yeah. They're yeah. able to t- uh, create a character or take somebody's viewpoint and speak from their viewpoint. My favorite thing. So literally, mm-hmm. you could. Speak about however you think about Caleb's life. I was like, it's like killing Caleb for a second. <laughs> oh, nah, hey, like, even if you nah. want to talk about killing Caleb, <laughs> yeah. it's whatever. It's just killing Caleb. Yeah, nine. bro. How does your vacuum cleaner feel? 
Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, Facts. It's crazy. It's out of the box thinking, but that's a real process, yeah. bro. How does your 100%. trash can feel? How does this microphone feel? Yeah. How do your shoes feel when you put them on every day and you when walk struggling around? Struggling for me? Or when you leave them in the closet, you will never even wear them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Change your, yeah. It's the best thing, bro. Or return Change them. your perspective. Yeah. Think, think out the box. Especially Michael. when it comes to music. Not to cut you off my fault. Yeah, I'm becoming a ghostwriter first. Yeah, Go ahead, even even yeah. yeah. That's what Future did. That's how Future came up. He was a ghostwriter before he was actual rapper. And personas are are hella important. Yeah. Like in the music I'm dropping now, my R and B shit is James. It's me and my relationship shit. But like when I'm on my chi- like regular shit, my hype shit is chill. Yeah. It's a whole different vibe, whole different experience. Man, I need a stage name. D Wizzle. Yeah. O D the Juice Man. Nah. <laughs> nah. You gonna pull up with some fruit juice in a <laughs> cup? Juice man, that's too many names. That's too many name flips for other people too. Uh, Od, they finna overdose off your bars or some shit. Yeah. That's a name flip oh. right there. Bar and bars is a drug too. Od, Od, off a bar. turn him into juice man. Ooh, <laughs> no, I'm just no songs like, but no, on on the real, you know we here to support you. If you take that yeah, step, that we we behind you 100. percent Hey, nah, not even that. Dwight is gonna drop some fucking battle rap shit. I'm putting it on. <laughs> I'm speaking into existence. Facts. Dwight is gonna do some battle rap. We start our own league. 2022. Facts. Shit, bro, might as well. You can do oh, anything shit. you wanna fucking do in this world. It's Facts, just man. what's mental. your motivation to do? It's all mental. mental. They they bring in the music industry up. You gonna bring the battle rap from Tampa. <laughs> That shit brings some awareness. Dwight pioneered the way in Tampa. And, bruh, start doing... Do you want to do, like, videos of, like, football players, bruh? Do a... Fo- like, get them to battle rap each other. Facts. <laughs> no, that's two, crazy. Bro, two yeah. five stars going at each other, just straight bars at, the, at each other. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know no five stars. Shit. You think you're a corner? No, you just on the bench. Type shit. I don't know. I don't, know, I don't got another bar. I'm sorry. I don't got another bar. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But, nah. I'm just saying, bro. You, it's, it's so much you can do with battle rap. Mm-hmm. It's so much you can do with... The thought alone, the so schemes. I can just the brand, the pen yeah. can be crazy though. Yeah, crazy. you just gotta get it right. You just it, gotta get it crazy. It's, it's gonna take a minute though. You gotta get that mm-hmm. wrist work in to get like it a, like a good mark. You know what I'm saying? Start fidgeting, <laughs> doing it on its own. <laughs> Talking about pen work and schemes. <laughs> what the fuck did I just watch? How y'all y'all know uh, Jayco dropping an album again, right? Yo, mm-hmm. y'all know he dropped a single this time. How y'all feel about that? Interlude. <laughs> you know I don't really listen to J. Cole, <laughs> yeah, so I can give a fuck. But honestly, I'm interested to see what the fuck he's got to talk about because a lot of sh- he's one of those people where he's gonna speak on the topics that are happening now, like to and like nowadays. So I want to hear like what the fuck he's got to say about the, all the police brutality. Well, okay, he did. Shit, he did that. what's called um, Sona Bluff about the police brutality yeah. and celebrities' viewpoint. Of like, am I actually doing enough? Mm, like, yeah. My thing is though, he's been working on this album for years, mm-hmm. and this is to um complete a series of projects. Yeah. So I don't know if he's gonna be like in uh, character mode, story mode. But I know even still, when he's in character mode, story mode, he still talks about the real shit going on. In the yeah. World. But um, I'm I'm excited. It could swing multiple ways, honestly. I feel like it could be like the black album from Jay Z, where it was like an encore, like giving mm-hmm. the people an applause to mm-hmm. thank you for listening to my music, or it could be him just going out with a bang, like, "All right, nigga, this is what I gotta say, and this is the last shit you finna hear from me," and be immortalized in history. Speaking of going out with a bang, I think uh, y'all seen Kawhi with um, was it? Did yeah, like an album. With? Yeah, Kawhi's got a little um tape coming. Okay, yeah. Kawhi. He, and I didn't even know he had he's an got Instagram. Got Rod Wave on it. He's got, fuck, who else? Was, a little, was it Lil Baby? No. 
NBA Youngboy. Yeah, young NBA Youngboy. Um, I don't know who else he's probably going to have on it. But that just came out of left field. That shit better yeah, not Kawhi. be trash, Kawhi. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of rappers have tried, but Damian Lillard holds the crown. He's the only nigga mm-hmm. I know that can rap. That's our NBA. And there's a lot of the, yeah. Little, I know, like, Victor Oladipo, he did some, like, R&B stuff. Mm-hmm. Victor, Victor, Victor Oladipo nice. is fire. Yeah, he, nice yeah, he, can, fire. he can, yeah. You know, yeah. Chris Bosh is a producer. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard, y'all heard um, Miles Bridges rap. It's pretty straight. Yeah, I think I've seen the, a snippet on Instagram. Disney yeah, kid? Huh? Hmm? Miles, Miles no, Brown? no, no, the guy that's dunking oh. relentlessly. On oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about the, the kid that, that no. be doing like the basketball YouTube shit. Mm-mm. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, the little, the little black kid with the, the flat top. Ki- yeah, yeah, the Disney kid. But uh, yeah. Speaking of J Cole, no role models. How y'all feel about that song? I love it, man. What do you mean, no role, no role models? Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Classic. It's a classic. Yeah. The reason I bring that up is because he say no. The song is titled "No Role Models," but he brings up Uncle Phil. Mm-hmm. So, what do y'all think he look up to Uncle Phil in a sense, or? Well, I mean, he said. Have, he, have y'all watched Fresh Prince yourselves? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He said he wanted to be a better him. Yeah. Right. Like, and I don't know. I feel like I mean that's how shit is. Like you see somebody and like you take the pros and cons out of the shit, and you want to mm-hmm. obviously elevate yourself. See, for me, like not even just talking about the song, just like talking about myself. Is like I don't really like have any inspiration, old people or like role models and stuff. I just do my own thing. Really, there's yeah. nobody that you ever looked to, no. up to as a kid. Really, because no. I could tell, I can list off like 500 of them right now. Yeah, no, I don't look up. I literally just like say they're doing something. I don't really care. I just do be doing my own thing. Damn, I just be staying in my own lane. What about you? To like extreme sense, that's it. Role models. Uh, I'm more of a. I do more of like learning off human mistakes. Yeah, so like if I see my brother make like do something stupid, I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do this. I'm like, my sister did this. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, just cut okay. it all out and make myself yeah, kind of yeah. make it. But smoother. you don't look up to him, is what you're saying, though. You just learn from him, right? Is what you're my saying? brother? Yeah, yeah, okay. my brother. Yeah, but like, there's no NBA player, football player, celebrity that you've looked at and you're like, damn, battle rapper, you battle rapper. You're like, damn, like I kind of want to live my life like that, or play like them or like, yeah nah. rap like them how did really? you like get into battle rap like instagram what instagram, instagram. it was the uh that's, that's cool what was the first bar i heard i forgot honestly i think it was the your honor it was a meme i'm better than you i'm not my shape up better my car faster my drip oh, better my yeah. car better mm-hmm. my yeah. shoes fit better yeah i think it was that one mm-hmm. then i kept on following it and after like a couple of years kind of like you learn the history of it mm-hmm and he fell in love with the sport more than anything. Yeah, yeah. got mm-hmm. the app now. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Euro.tv.tv. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Seven ninety nine every month. All right, this ain't no ad, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Charles, who were some of your biggest? Yikes. A lot. One of my biggest role models, um, I'm just going to list off like five or ten. Um, P. Diddy, Chief Keef, Pharrell Williams. Not Nicolas Cage, but Ghost Rider. Um, fuck. Anybody in fucking NASCAR, y'all are fucking crazy. Yeah, that shit is so um, insane. I don't know. Everybody I've, I kind of, like, idolize or, like, are, like, my role model, even though I haven't ever really met them. It's just been, like, P. Diddy was able to turn a mediocre production career and a mediocre, um, 
like rap career into something bigger than life. Yeah. Chief Keef was able to influence a whole fucking city to do whatever the fuck he wanted to. Generation. Yeah, generation of people. Of music. Influence a whole subgenre. Mm-hmm. Pharrell Williams was the hottest producer for like almost fucking 20 years. Straight. Literally, and just just went in and worked and worked and worked and was just the best and always at the top of his game. Say fucking Ghost Rider, because that's just hard. Just yeah. fucking hard. <laughs> Bro, writing writing is, is a talent. Not a talent. It's a skill. Mm-hmm. It's both, but it's incredibly hard. And na- I say NASCAR because I've always been fascinated with cars, and I just I've I am fascinated in the, the the fact that people are have the courage to fucking dash a car like a hundred miles per hour. Fucking fucking a hundred like eighty miles per yeah. hour Circle. down in a fucking yes. oval, bro. It's yeah. just and you one mess up, you can fuck up. Literally, yeah. It's just there's I don't I don't. I mean, obviously, I have a lot, and there's a lot more, like, music-wise, but mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I feel like it's always, maybe, I mean, I don't know Caleb said he doesn't really have anyone looks up to. I don't know Dwight said he didn't either. But I've, I feel like in my life, I've always had somebody that I looked up to, and I was like, damn. Like, I kind of want to, I don't want to model my life after you, but I'm going to absorb the shit I like, and mm-hmm. I'm going to cut out the shit I don't like, and I'm going to live my life like that. Yeah. Facts. Um, For me, it's probably going to have to be, like, my immediate fam- family, my two brothers, my mom and my dad, just because I I look at uh at least for my first few role models because I learned how to live from them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all I knew like on a day to day basis. So being young and being impressionable, whatever my big my oldest brother did, I wanted to be like him. So like when it was no matter what it was, I want to be outside. Mm. Then it became my second oldest brother. Whatever he's doing, oh, I think that's cool. Let me be like him. Mm-hmm. Then when I started to get older and I learned, all right, they're doing bad shit or whatever, this is that. And I started to see how my parents live. And I, I kind of, at a young age, I was, I had to mature quickly. So I kind of seen how they, like, ran their life and learned from their mistakes. And um, even still, like, my mom inspires me more than anybody. My dad, too. Like, my dad turned his life around multiple times. Mm-hmm. So, um... Just being able to uh, have a clear conscience and not judge them mm-hmm. about their their life choices, I learn from them in an even greater way. So I feel like um, all four of them are my my role models. Mm-hmm. When it comes to music and music influences slash role models, I look up to probably Kanye the most, yeah. just because uh, the producer to artist and to now what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Literally, I want to do all like music artistry or artistry fashion and production in the biggest sense like mm-hmm. all the way he did it mm-hmm. um just recently i started getting into pharrell because charles told me about him and i mean obviously you, you know you know a pharrell song you yeah. probably can't sing it front to back but you know pharrell did it you I, know his name there's guaranteed a song that you probably don't know pharrell did it but anything he's got the, the iconic count and yeah the four yeah. count but he like i was thinking like he didn't even know he just that was just for the the artists to know that their vocals are about to come up yeah. he didn't realize that was his trademark like mm-hmm. until he like someone told him during like an interview or something like that it's hard yeah but um even even now i'm learning some stuff from him production side how to work with other artists especially mm-hmm. on the production side because i still want to be a producer and um as well as an artist mm-hmm. um Jaden Smith too, just because he was kind of like looked at weirdly when he first came out, not came out like in a weird yeah. sense, but like when he first debuted as an artist. But um, his music is actually helped me through some tough times. Him, Kanye, J Cole, X, Triple X, um, also one of my biggest role models, music wise, not mm-hmm. the behind the scenes, not his lifestyle, 
But um, I definitely take a lot from a lot of artists, even people that I don't like. Mm-hmm. I still learn from. So, um, since you like how you explain that, like as an artist, so what are you guys takes on like say, let's just say like R. Kelly, like say <laughs> you so listen to the music, <laughs> you listen to or just anybody, like you listen to the music, you love the music, but just the person they are. Like, they just do some shit. Like, as a per, I know some people, like, boycott their stuff. Mm. I don't know. I just listen to it. I'm like, I enjoy the music. I don't yeah. give a fuck about I'll, their personal look, life. If, okay, if it's real, saying. real bad, I'll just listen to it on my own time. Oh, no. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go to, like, a public library and start blasting. Blast well, I hope yeah. you don't go to a fucking public library and blast <laughs> anything. I'm trying to think of a person. Uh, like, I, say, I say Kanye say- just fucking committed mass genocide. Well, not, that, I mean, that's extreme. You can still say that about Kanye in the day sense that he's people think he's crazy. Yeah. And he's off yeah. his rocker. But yeah. in reality, that man's building schools, helping people be able to make sustainable resources. Like he's doing a lot. But like from what you see in the limelight, it makes people like sways people's opinion about right. it. Right. hundred percent. I think um the media is heavily construed against people at mm-hmm. times. Um not even at times, it's just the uh more than not, people focus on the negatives than positives. Yeah. So yeah. they don't give credit to the good that people are actually doing. And they focus only on the bad that's ha- happening or that that person contributed contributed mm-hmm. to. But um, I really don't. Do you have any other examples besides Kanye? Tyler, the creator. What did he do? And not necessarily what he did in the media, but his older music. I fucking love Tyler. And I yeah, grew up way, not fucking fuck. screaming, kill people, fuck shit. Burn yeah, school, he did not give a fuck. Saying fucking odd future young enough to make a priest mouth drool. Like, yeah, you feel me? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. talking yeah. about, yeah, you know, I'm talking about like, but, like that was their way of self-expression. Nowadays, it's not, I understand it's not okay. cool to talk about. Because society just yeah, interprets it's all that. like cancel culture and a lot of things that like, like actually bringing light to it. But I personally loved it as a kid. It was just like, this is rebellious. Like, this mm-hmm. is fucking he's talking about fucking raping a pregnant woman yeah <laughs> that's probably not the best thing to yeah. say but like but fuck it. it was rebellious like mm-hmm. nobody was saying crazy shit like that yeah because everybody else was scared to do mm-hmm. it and he just said it's, fuck it's it it's literally like the mind of a teenager like mm-hmm. the little jokes you make with your friends it's like they were just putting that out yeah, yeah. fuck a pregnant and then woman people fuck with it yeah he said fuck a pregnant woman tell my friends i had a threesome Damn. <laughs> this is, but think about this yeah. shit. This shit was like 2010, 2011. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a bar. Yeah. Yeah, that is. That's a fucking bar. No yeah. But I, I don't, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe, what's what's his name? Frank Ocean? Isn't Frank Ocean gay? Yeah. I remember gay. when I was young, I found it out, I stopped listening to him. <laughs> but because, oh. that's because I was young and I was impressed. like, you know, and uh, okay. being religious, I was like, that's not right, you mm-hmm. know? But then, now that I'm old enough, I appreciate his music. His music is, that's beautiful art. Yeah, I love his music. So, I guess some, I used to, but n- now, if I like the music, I like the music. Yeah, see, I don't, so I don't, yeah. The only thing that sucks is, if you stream it, if you buy it, you support that person, and you really can't, if you, if you like their music and you listen to their music, you're supporting that person whether you want to or not. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, their day to day lives or whatever they do, however they are as a person, you can still not agree with them. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of like a uh, double edged sword. Mm-hmm. I love hate relationships. Spe- yeah. Speaking on that, like, how do y'all feel about the fucking the culture now where it's like pissing on my op's grave, making a song Julio about people I kill? Yeah. Ganesh. How do y'all feel okay. about that? Because I want to know. Wasn't there a whole song about that shit? So, yeah. There's uh, been multiple coming out about like people's killing people. I'm to be honest. I might I might get hate for this, but I don't think nothing's wrong with that. 
when when you're when you're living in that hand me a pillow bro this shit fucking well, yeah when you're living <laughs> when you're living that that real street life that's Pause. what they do day to day yeah so like if if you and I'm, I'm not speaking from experience i just know people that live that life and shit's happened to them so like when you're in that and you choose to rap about it that's <sighs> up to you yeah. whatever your ops say they can they can say whatever they want to say. They can say fuck your dead grandma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not. And okay. If you get mad, you handle that the way you want to handle that. But when it's like publicized and, and um idolized, I don't think it should be idolized. Me personally, that's I don't like to spread that that type of image. I don't like to spread that message. I'm all about love and peace and all that shit. But when it comes to music, if it's fire, it's fire. Exactly. I'm gonna listen to it. Mm-hmm. But now when it's disrespectful, like if you look at Fulio video when he's yeah. at his gravesite and shit. That's wild. That's taking it to another level. But once again, I don't see anything wrong with it because that's the life that they live. That's mm-hmm. what they want to do. Yeah. Now, what them two men have against each other, that's up to them. However they want to handle that, that's up to them. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. How do, you, how do you feel about the Dwight? Let's say some somebody gets shot at you know and then somebody makes a song about them. Nah, getting the shotgun. Pants lit. Got to ride out. Walking like a zombie with King, King. it. I, honestly, I find it... I don't, I mean, because, I mean, it's hard to not tie, like, real life in this shit. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I start thinking about it, like, damn, this is somebody's, like, mom or dad or whatever. Yeah. See, I got, no, I got no feelings yeah, for that's, it. That's the only thing that makes me think about that shit. Because, like, I grew up saying I'm smoking Tuka. I didn't even know what the fuck that shit meant. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> realizing, oh, that's somebody's kid that got gunned down at a fucking Brother. bus stop. Yeah. And his mom has to deal with that shit every day hearing that <laughs> yeah. shit around music. See, I just got twisted head, so, like... A lot of shit about that kind of stuff. I just find funny. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucked up. It's, it's really fucked up. It's yeah. fucked up, but funny. But but it's it's yeah, it's funny because we're not the ones dealing. With is it. that yeah? Right. But I feel like you, it's it's music. You can make whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it, kind of sucks. See, but it's it's also the same thing. Like if if we're we're not living that life. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know about y'all, but I'm not living that life. No. no. So no. if somebody if somebody what. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so God, God forbid, See, but if somebody did something to... Like I'm <laughs> God forbid, but if somebody did something to a person I know, what am I going to do about it? I'm probably not going to do anything about yeah, it. My yeah, cause the because exact same. what I believe, my morals and whatnot, you know, yeah. that's what that person had going on. I'm not in What do you risk your lifestyle. life pretty much for... Depending on the situation. It depends. It depends on the situation 100%. But like if it's on some real deal street shit that they got going on themselves, yeah, they go make a, a song about a hey, fuck somebody that James knew. I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna feel any type of way about it. But like, what do you think would like take you to the edge? Like, what do you like? Mm. Honestly, like, person from everybody, what would somebody say that would take you to the edge? I don't know. I don't think it's anything. There, you can, can you can say, say anything to me. to me, and I don't. I just, yeah, I don't. I, there's not anything like that ever. That it would have to be in the moment. Flip a switch. No, I don't get offended like really? that. It's, there's nothing that really offends me. Disrespect doesn't bother me. Yeah, you call I have me fat to care fuck about like, you. I don't I have, care. Yeah, I have God. to care about you for your disrespect to hurt me. Mm-hmm. So if it's a person, random person on the street, say, "Hey, fuck you." Run your shit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna laugh at their ass. Exactly. But like, mm-hmm. if it feels like my mom say, "Hey, fuck you," go throw that shit away. Your album trash. I'm yeah. like, damn. Like that's gonna hit. So if a random person was like drop a diss on me, I'm probably not gonna care. That's crazy. I'm probably, or at least I'm not gonna respond. I'm gonna care. It's yeah. gonna like, why? I'm gonna be confused. But 
I don't care about disrespect if I don't care about who you are or mm-hmm. I don't value as a person, you know? Mm-hmm. I've kind if of... that makes sense. I kind of feel like the same way because I'm big into, like, not entertaining bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, not entertaining shit that doesn't need to be entertained. But, like, at the same time, like, when it comes to, like, a confrontational, like, situation and someone's talking about, like, my family or somebody I care about, that's, like, the switch to me. Like, yeah, when I somebody can't defend themselves and you're going at them, that's the shit that, like, makes me, like, like click. See, yeah, I feel you. It's like, like the underdog shit. Like I hate when people pick on an underdog. Or see, I it's not maybe because like I'm close with the family, but I'm not. I'm not like close, close with my family. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not as some people like as you are as close with your family and stuff yeah. like that. I'm not. I'm not as close. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> nah, I, 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 just, I just remember something from me. Uh, I know what you a couple mean, days though. ago. Yeah. What the uh, <laughs> the whole fucking edible in the freezer shit? <laughs> I was talking when I took the edible at work and was in the freezer for six hours. Freezer <laughs> for six hours. Yeah, like all right. How the fuck? You know, if you look at if you inside a freezer and you see like these little black spots on the ground, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I I like I came in at eleven and stuff. They're like, oh, I'm probably gonna have you clean this and stuff. So when I went on break, I took like a hundred milligram or two hundred milligram edible, and from like six to midnight, I was like <laughs> <laughs> on my knees with a screwdriver peeling the fucking shit on the ground. But I was high as shit, so I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So like, you, if you walk in the freezer, I just go up, hey, what are you guys doing? <laughs> And I guess, cause, like, I was just chilling in there the whole fucking time. For six hours, bro? Bro. Oh, shit. That's crazy, like, every, bro. I would come out there, like, near 11 or something. Like, sometimes I would, like, go get something to drink and be like, Caleb, you're still here? Like, yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel at work sometimes. <laughs> I'd be in the back. People like, damn, you still here? I'd be like, yeah. Is that? I'm like, bro, did you see me fucking clock out? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Damn. Everyone in the freezer, bro. That shit was funny. I don't know why I just thought about that yeah, shit when you was talking. I don't know talking. how we got here. That, that shit was <laughs> funny, though. <laughs> That shit was fucking but hilarious. Bringing it back to the topic, I don't know. I'm very, I'm very cautious when it comes to certain situations. Yeah. But there are things that will make me like. Flip. See, I, I used to be like that too, and not saying there's anything wrong with that because I, I think people should be like that in a sense. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was to a point where like, you can't control what someone's gonna say. You That's can't control true. what someone thinks or how they feel. So I'm not gonna let them control or get a reaction out of me. Out of your mm-hmm. emotions. So. Right. Especially with like, with the the way that um or the how stuff happened within my family, um or th- throughout my life, it's so much anybody could say that would normally get that reaction out of me. Now I want to fight, or now I'm mad, and now I want to hurt you. But then I realized like, for me as a person, that's not who I want to be. I want to mm-hmm. be in control of my emotions, or I want to be in control of of how I feel and how I react to every single situation. So if someone comes up and talk about my say a autistic cousin or something or a disabled relative whatever it is you know i'm not gonna <laughs> i shouldn't have said that for you it's like a little smirk yeah you i should have said uh, that bro, to you yeah. but like on, on some real shit like somebody i'm gonna look at them still and then i'm gonna see them right <laughs> i'm gonna look at them and then immediately i don't want to say i'm gonna look down on them but them as a person you got to be really sick with yourself or not happy with yourself to even think of some fucked up shit like that especially if i didn't say anything to you Caleb in the heart. <laughs> but no, like I mean, no, not. Oh, I know I'm no, a fucked up person. You don't, you don't, you're not making. Fun I, yeah, I don't, of I don't mean but it. But now, if somebody I just comes out my thing. and wants to be malicious mm-hmm. for no reason, or even if they have a reason, they want to be malicious and say mm-hmm. something like that. It's like, 
that's yeah. who you are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't like you know? look at one of them like that's why you look like that, you dumb bitch. Like I don't say that. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> right, but I'm just saying like I look uh, down. I don't want to say look down, but I lose respect, and and or and I feel like you have less value as a human being, or you don't love yourself, or you you have something going on with yourself to people that. Do stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, you remember right. those kids in middle school that always fucking had some shit to say about yeah. to the ESC kids or some shit. I don't know if this is Caleb nah, specifically. Nah, 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 I'm not nah, saying nah. This is not but me. Like, I remember like people like that. And like what you were saying about like people controlling your emotions. I remember when I had gotten to like I had to go to this program called the Darren Brooks program. And one of the speakers in there, he was like, it was just a group full of guys. And he was calling us bitches. And he was like, you're a bitch. And no. not in the sense of the fact of like woman, but he was talking about like a dog. Like you're letting somebody control you. Yeah. Like literally, like you're letting someone Damn. Con- you control your emotions. Like, mm-hmm. like you're a fucking. That's dog. why I don't get mad at people. Like I just... you don't feed your dog, it gets sad. How mm-hmm. did that class go? Oh, bro, I was barely. I barely paid attention to that shit. Oh. Not, I, there was no reason for me to be there. Okay. But yeah. it was it. Well, I mean, there was a reason for me to be there, but it was just some legal bullshit that made me go there. But like. When I remember that that shit stuck to me because I first of all I never had a grown fucking grown ass muscular man in your face calling you a bitch. Right. But second of all, it was just like, damn, like you're for you're right. Like you're let I'm letting somebody like take control of me and control my emotions. Mm-hmm. And right. some people do shit just for a reaction. Yeah. And, and when you give somebody that reaction, you're giving them the satisfaction. Some yeah. people just do want to fight. Some people just do want to start drama. But like it, the it takes it stro- it. it uh, damn I feel like it honestly it takes a stronger person to walk away from a situation mm-hmm. than somebody that can that's gonna fight in that situation mm-hmm. it just depends yeah. I mean if you're back on a situation yeah if yeah. your back's against the wall your back's against the wall yeah fight for your shit but if you real deal are being disrespected and you walk away from that situation like it's not even worth it bro mm-hmm. I got more respect for you than the person that's gonna fucking drop everything and be like I don't give a fuck about life and right life on the line. yes sir. I respect that, that. Think that's on yeah. folk. I respect that there's more but, shit in life to be worried about. Yeah, and that's kind of that's kind of how I really carry myself. I don't have some, <laughs> I don't have some people say some shit to me. But at the end of the day, it's like, what am I gonna gain from proving what to you? What am yeah. I? What do I even have to prove to you? You know. So that's kind of how I carry myself nowadays. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this boy? They know I'm official. You official? Them nah. hands registered? Like, nah. what's up, man? Nah. These hands. Dwight be out there, dog. Now, I was gonna say E for everyone, but that's, that's not what I meant. <laughs> nah, wait, I meant, uh, <laughs> somebody get punched they, up. They get punched up. They weak. They my my hands weak. What you trying to say, man? Like, I don't know what weak. you mean by that. My hands weak, right? His hands like rated R. So, rated some, M, someone M. runs up on you, Dwight, pressing the issue, back against the wall. All your homeboys dip because they're like, "Fuck this nigga." Damn. Pushed up against one day, they are not your homeboys in that, yeah, in that little in that little chain link area. <laughs> Ooh, two big ass niggas pull up. What you doing? Oh, that's that's the, the hands got to get thrown. Yeah, ain't no. But if it's like on some, uh, it depends. It depends on my day. I don't know. It depends on Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. All right, all right. Like day, today, like today. Because some days I feel like I get up, I just want to fight somebody. That you ever that's had, aggression. That's aggression. Like I, I get up, I want to fight. But the other day I'd be just chilling most of the days. It might be like one so day. Go to the po- uh, yeah, hopefully that changes when you have the post office job. <laughs> you fucking- just punch some old lady <laughs> in, in the mail room. Just <laughs> no, the way he can be delivering the mail and just start kicking runs. the fucking mailboxes and shit. Uh, it, de- it depends how I feel. It really depends. Most that. of the days I'd be chilling, but some days it might be like the one day out the week. I just be like, damn, I just want to beat somebody ass right like now. Like today? 
Nah. Nah. What the fuck you mean? What you mean? Today. Today, when we got our ass kicked, fucking... All I hear... I'm just dropping fries and shit. All I hear is... And she's fucking rocking again. I'm over here fucking confused as shit. This man's talking to himself. <laughs> that's how you know you piss when you start talking to yourself. Yeah, nah, but that's different because she was like, she stay rocking, and then like all the attention go to her, and then they come down, and we just sitting there getting raped. Exactly. That is true. Yeah, no, that's zone two. Yeah, zone two be getting yeah, that shit, bro. Fucking Steven and driving shit. Get down there, bullshit. Yeah. And my fuck and my knee was hurting too, so I was like, yeah, I was already not with it already. But mm-hmm. My shit was burning by like twelve o'clock. Damn, <laughs> my shit was in flames. They didn't put your ass on cash for your last two weeks. <laughs> ain't doing no moving. No, because all I'm gonna hear is what the fuck does she want on the money? That's all I'm gonna fucking. That's all I'm gonna hear. I'm gonna hear that slip like up. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Speaking about slip ups, how y'all feel about my man EDP? Slip up. That's a slip up. Bro, that's a big slip up. That's a slip up. All I seen was. I don't think that's a slip up. That boy was just trying to get a cupcake. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's a slip up. I think that was. That That was was a fuck up. That's what that was. Yeah. That was a life lesson right there. He didn't have enough money to keep her quiet. Nah. He didn't have enough money to keep her quiet. Nah, that's facts too. But even still, that's not something that should be kept quiet. At all. But people, yeah, saying this is his second time getting caught. I think it's disgusting. Pedophilia is a zero over here, the bro. Pe- I mean, the people that caught him are still fucked up. They're pedophiles and they're racist as fuck. Too. But, like, still, it's still a fucked up situation regardless. Yeah. <laughs> you see him trying to give him a hat fucking uh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I don't, he's like, I don't dap up people like you. <laughs> but he's the people <laughs> like him, though. Yeah, so, he, uh, they yeah. really are people like him. They're racist and they're pedophiles. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, that's that's a zero tolerance thing, bro. That's I don't. Disgusting. That will get your ass beat, actually. Yeah. Oh Touch yeah, yeah, kids, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That shit is disgusting to me. Especially people in jail. Mm-hmm. Them mm-hmm. boys yeah, in prison don't play that. Don't play that. The chomos, yeah, it's, they don't play that. And I'm pretty sure that you've like we all probably have met somebody that like. That has told a story about like when they were kids, somebody touched them and some shit like that, and that's yeah. just disgusting. It like is. you see how it shapes somebody and it fucking like. It can make somebody mm-hmm. think less of themselves. Crazy thing is, um, not to discredit females versus males, but have you ever seen a male that that has that story or that has been through something like that? It's crazy. Yeah, like it, it's yeah. crazy. Our minds sometimes there's like people just like there's like scientists and shit that did this. That sometimes when something that traumatic happens, your mind tries to have like erase that from memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until like something triggers it or. Mm-hmm. Just something happens, and you yeah. just start having that PTSD. Yep, and people run from this shit for years, and mm-hmm. it'll like catch up to them when they're in their fucking like thirties or some shit. Bro, not to get off track, but how do y'all feel about about time? Like, where, bro? <laughs> hold up, hold up. It's gonna make sense in a second. Just a like how you just said, people deal with shit for years. Mm-hmm. Like we're all just what twenty one. You the oldest? Twenty five. Twenty one. I'm not 25. 32. You're 21, right? 21, you know this. Yeah, I'm 21. 21, I'm 19, going on 20. 19. 19, 18, going on 18, right? Yeah. How do y'all, bro, y'all like ever talk to somebody and like see like they have an issue or something and you want to help them, but like you realize that it's a big issue and you can't fix it in a month or in a couple. Yeah. How does that make y'all feel? I don't care. Like the fact that time. Yeah, want to follow you actually no. in the first place? No, like <laughs> the fact that people deal. Some people really, not even some people. Most people deal with issues over the span of years. Yeah, yeah. time will. Time always tells. I feel mm-hmm. like nobody's put through shit that they're not strong enough to handle. One hundred percent. And I think that like 
Yeah, it's, it might take some people a shorter time. It might take somebody a longer time. But in the mindset of thinking that, like, I will get through this and this will be finished, that's the most important thing. Okay. It's never the – the problem is never what happens. It's always the reaction. 100%. There's always the reaction. The way you react off of it and move forward is that's that's what's most important. Whatever happens in the moment, yeah, that happens. But, like, you can't control that. You can only control where you're going to go from there. 100%. I agree with that. And it, it just sucks because you see people fall into shit and are stuck in shit for years. And, like, you know the type when you're, like, fucking aggravated with somebody and it's like, bro, come on. Like, it's it's been some time. You need to get over this. But everybody yeah. moves at their own pace and everyone has to realize shit at their own time. Yeah, man. I, that's the reason I brought it up. I've, I've been – I've worked with people um, and come to realization. It's not even just them, myself, too. Like, I have shit that I'm working on that I've been working on for a minute. Mm-hmm. And now, or I see something in somebody, and I realize, like, all right, it's it might take them a minute to get through it. I'm just gonna do all I can. But then, like, it gets to a point where all you can is it's not even working, or it yeah. feels like it's not any doing anything at all. Mm-hmm. And that's the worst. That's when it feel like shit's pointless. How, where do I go from there? I'm asking y'all for advice. If I was to come to y'all with the problem, where do I go from there? When I feel like I'm doing all my all everything that I can, and it's not working. Persistence, patience. It depends on what the issue is. If it's something that, like, is reoccurring. I think every issue is different. Yeah, mm-hmm. it might be different. Sometimes it needs to change the environment. Sometimes okay. it's a change in... Change the people around yeah, you. Yeah, changing right? people. Like, I feel like your environment very much... Um, shapes who you yeah, are. Yeah, it shapes you. You 100%. are your environment. You are the people you're around. So if you really feel like you're stuck in some shit and you can't do that, maybe you need a different viewpoint of life. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to go somewhere and think about shit. Maybe you really need to self-reflect. Maybe you shit. need to do self-actualization. Maybe shit. you need to think about, like, that That was the main thing for me. Therapist bands in the building. Yeah, I about to say, I about, I about, been, it's not even, it's not even therapist shit. It's just, like, church shit. <laughs> like, I, you feel me? Like, I grew up in the church, and it was like, think before your actions. Yeah. And I always was like, fuck that, fuck that, because I was a hothead. But then mm-hmm. when I actually went through shit, and I actually had to sit with a fucking therapist and speak about it, I was like, how, how does that process go? I never, I never had to. Fucking, su- bro, I had to go to anger management counseling for punching some kid. That shit sucked <laughs> ass. But what I realized was, <laughs> was you can catch yourself in shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like once you start to realize those those negative tendencies, you catch yourself in it. Yeah. And even if you did it, you apologize for it after because you're like to it whoever or whatever. But sometimes you might think like you the, the thoughts start popping up and it's like hold mm-hmm. on, let me think about it for a second. Nah, that's facts. I do that still even yeah. to this day. Thinking off logic is way better than thinking off emotion. Yeah, emotion. yeah, yeah. Logical um, reasons are the easiest. Mm-hmm. Emotions effect. can drive shit, but like you're not gonna get shit done unless you can actually sit down and have a conversation or actually sit mm-hmm. down and think about Just it. Just think about people. it. Yeah, and being in emotions is not gonna help you. Hundred yeah. percent. We all know what being in your feelings can drive you to. Yeah. Now, logical sense in all matters is even better than just emotional mm-hmm. and everything else. Crazy thing is, sometimes emotional people make you feel wrong thinking the right way. Literally, yeah. You're, bro, you're <laughs> no, not. No, it, it sounds crazy too, but you're not wrong. Yeah, because some people that's the only way they know how to deal with shit. Mm-hmm. They have so much pent up shit and they don't know how to like let it go. So it just or it, express themselves. Yeah, express it so it just turns into a fit and they're mad and they're not necessarily mad at you. They're mad at themselves mm-hmm. because they don't know how to express what Facts. the fuck they're saying. But when you actually sit down, open a pen, even if you can't even say it, open up a pen and page and start writing that shit down. It helps. That's why I feel like music fucking helped me. Because I, was I was just about to say that. Yeah, I was able to. Even though my shit might not be the deepest shit or whatever, but I was able to step out of myself, 
gain a persona and write from a whole different theory and it made me like learn so much about myself because i'm mm-hmm. like i would never say that i don't think i'm ever like that facts yeah it makes it helps you learn i actually started um writing with a friend of mine and uh I, she's a female so obviously she gives me that female perspective mm-hmm. and then like now i'm getting a whole new insight to songwriting mm-hmm. like some of the things that she was saying i would never even think to write it because maybe i thought it was simple or maybe i thought it was too complex yeah but then like we wrote it down, recorded the song, and now the songs that I'm writing with her, like my favorite songs, or they have the most meaning to me. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, the lyrics that she gives me hits me deeper than the lyrics I write myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so, it's a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, my favorite thing is to give people those those different perspectives and, and look look from uh, step into someone else's shoes, mm-hmm. look from the inside out. So, How do you feel about that, Caleb? I, don't, I really want to hear this from you. Yeah. I really want to hear this from you. You don't care. Out of all people. Wait. <laughs> I forgot the question. How do you, yeah, let's repeat what, the question. Like, like or, I mean, the question's kind of changed in the, the sense, but like, what's the, like, what's the importance of you, or what's, ugh, fuck. What's, what do you feel is important? Like, when you're in an argument or whatever, or like, you're going through some shit, are you reacting off emotion? Or are you reacting oh, off no, logic? Oh, no, straight logic. Are you thinking from somebody else's shoes? Mm-hmm. Or how? No, I always think about just... How am I going to, like, I don't, I never, because I don't really get triggered. I don't really get mad over stuff, really. Like, if I get mad, it's just like I'm just playing around, just trying to get a laugh out of somebody. Um, so I just think about everything logically. Every time, like, I go, my whole day is just, I think of just logic, the way how I'm going to go, fuck. Um, <laughs> how are you going to go, fuck? No, 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 no. What's going to leave me to some pussy at seven? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he's saying. We're moving this fry box. We'll leave to pussy. <laughs> yeah. Let me go get no, this shit no, done. No, I got like, some pussy waiting at seven. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you be thinking, too. Nah, I'd be just like, say a customer comes up to me and starts arguing stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Like, they can come up, oh, this and that. As soon as someone comes up to me, I get the manager because in my head, I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time on them. I'm just going to let the manager handle that. That's their problem. Like, it's not my problem. So, I just don't. One thing I like to do, it's pretty, it's called laziness. But I like to just be the most efficient way. So work smarter, not harder. Yeah, which, which is true because Caleb is a very efficient. He'll be bringing shit up to me, and I'll be like, you know, my brain's slow as fuck, <laughs> and you know, I never ever do some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I like to think outside the box most of the stuff. Like that exercise that you brought up the with the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was already thinking of just different ways, like mm-hmm. the finesse, like say the. You know how the plugs underneath the fryers and shit like that? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like getting it. So I was like, if I see someone over there, I'm like, hey, is that unplugged? And then <laughs> nine out of ten times, they're going to be like, yeah, I'll, unpl- I'll plug it in for you. Yeah. And just Smart finesse my way. Yeah. Smarter thinking. Thinking smarter, yeah. not harder. It depends how fucking mad I am. It depends how hot my blood is. See, I, um, I, I never get, yeah, I never really get mad over it. So because I don't get mad, but it's like, damn, like, if I am mad, I'm going to fucking lose it. Put, it. put it in a relationship sense, right? You and your girl arguing, or... Something happened and your girl want to start arguing. How do you go about that? Do you do you just immediately start? Do you immediately start spitting facts at her to try to See, get the point I across? Sp- I like spitting facts. But but think, do you immediately start spitting facts to get your point across, or do you step into her shoes and see and try to figure out why she's mad? Well, I usually let them. It's like I always let them do the first move. Like I'm not gonna, like it's Are like same patient? thing of like okay. f- like like fighting someone. I'm never gonna do the first move because like 
I want to learn what their way of, right. like, say they want to do right hook. I'm just going to hit them with the left real quick. Right. So like, your way of going about it is you're letting them tell you while you're mad. If yeah. you wait long enough, people will show you how to treat them, how to talk to them, how to react and do everything. So your way of doing it is you're going to wait for her to sh- tell you why. Yeah, she says mad, right? she says what she thinks, and then if I have anything of factual sense, then I hit her back with it. Okay. It's like I, a, it sounds like a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's, it sounds dickish, but when you think about it, it's, I can't I, say he's wrong. I Because here's the thing. like That's one thing I've learned in relationships is sometimes – Logic isn't the best thing. Well, that's right. that's why like a lot of people, some of the good relationships, sometimes like a good relationship is emotional person and a logical person. That's what, I feel like those are the best ones. Yeah, because yeah. it's like it connects. It, they're two different puzzle pieces that connect. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have two emotional people, that's just a fucking train. <laughs> well, but two logical right? people though, it's it's no, with two logical people. It's cancerous. Because, yeah, no, I feel like you're because trying, they both a, just spit in facts and just not even that. I feel like you're both trying to outthink each other. Yeah, you're trying so to outthink. Like both trying bitch. to it cancels okay. each other out. It's a, it depends on the people for sure. Yeah. But I see what y'all come. I feel from. like yeah. when it's both, like you're both are thinking, kind of trying to think logical. You're trying to one up each other mm-hmm. because and you took time in this argument to think of this shit. Oh, I, that's and, what I be doing all the time. I be really? taking, I be taking time. To and you said it, shit. and then the other person, petty. while you're huh? talking, while you're talking, they're yeah. thinking breaking about you down. Shit. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They're breaking it down. So it's there's pros and cons to both. But I've learned that like sometimes. Because I'm not an empathetic person. Mm-hmm. I was never raised to be empathetic. Yeah. It was, it was all right, this is the problem. Are you going to cry about there's it? Or a, you there's usually, fix it? There's yeah. usually one solution. And then... Yeah, it's like, are you going to cry about it? Are you going to mm-hmm. fix it? But one thing I've learned in relationships is sometimes that like a reassurance and sometimes that empathy is needed. Mm-hmm. Because like you, you may not like want to like admit it, but like there are some times where it does feel good to just be able to vent shit out and be able to get it off your chest and just be empathized with. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people, that's what people need. They don't always want somebody to be like, all right, well this is how you fix it. This is whatever. So yeah, yeah, I agree also, but for a lot of things that I say, I just like, I don't really need to vent that much because I already say what I think and like, yeah. I already let everything mm-hmm. out. It's, it's a, it's a weird balance. It's, mm-hmm. kind of, it's kind of finding that balance, but I've realized it's just like sometimes Logic doesn't always need to be told, but right? Like, but sometimes that's just how people. But are yeah, if you're, but if you're also if you're logical in a sense, is you'll know when to just take a step back and just don't say shit. Yeah, yeah bro, silence kills. But mm-hmm. sometimes that could be the worst thing to do. Literally, silence mm-hmm. kills. Sometimes <laughs> silence. Sometimes that silence and not knowing what to say or thinking. Yeah, because they're just saying. gonna get mad because yeah, like, why aren't you saying? Because that again, when you establish yourself as a logical person, you know what I'm saying. The whoever they're looking at you for answers. Yeah, they got problems. You're the one that got the answers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you don't have the answers, mm-hmm. that's that's why it's always like you feel like you put yourself in a pickle. Yeah, like, trying to be like that one person in the relationship. Like even if you're the person that like they say puts the pants on the relationship, like you're putting yourself in a pickle. Like you you're once you establish that pickle. role, you're fucked. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. That's why I feel like the best relationships are the people that can work off of each other and not like. Com- compete for a spot or one person has a spot one person has the other spot because like you you know how it is being raised where it's like your parents are like i'm the one that pays the bills you listen to me and yeah legit, you're just like fuck fuck you know what i'm saying <laughs> i gotta go to school you can't do shit no, i just, gotta go to school yeah fuck. i can't i can't do shit fuck all right yeah. cool and some people are raised like that some people weren't some people was raised like all right well i want to hear what the fuck you gotta yeah. say crazy thing is I, I agree i agree with everything you said but people are different in s- such extreme ways. Every relationship is different. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
you could get a we could date the same bitch, right? Oh, my fault. We could date the same girl. Respectable, yeah. respectful yeah. female. Yeah. We could, we could date the. Bit, no. <laughs> no, I, I, look, the reason I said bitch because it's in this scenario, she she not a good girl. Yeah, she a bitch. But I don't I don't call female bitches. By the way, I apologize. No I disrespect. But we could date the same female, right? She could be a completely different person with you than she how she, how she is with me because mm-hmm. we're completely different men. Yeah. So she could be toxic to me, right? And we have this toxic shit going on, and she like it. It works for her. So she could, she could be hell in love with me, but we're still toxic. I could treat her terrible if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Now, when she gets with you, you could be the good guy. You could treat her right. You could talk to her the, the right way with respect, facts, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And she going to give you attitude or backlash. But I could I could tell her some stupid shit and she'll listen to me, right? Yeah. I'm just saying that's just how different people yeah, are. Yeah, Bro, yeah. there's so, so many relationships like that. Right. Okay. So it's, it's, it's crazy because um, everything that, that Charles said is right. But it still is applied in a different way in every yeah. relationship. Mm-hmm. It's weird. How do you feel, Dwight? Let me know. Yeah, Dwight. Me over there chilling, bit dog. Exactly. But I was thinking about knocking cap. I was thinking about the thumb and the three fingers, bro. As you was talking, I was thinking like, damn. Damn, it went from fuck. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about the thumb. You saw the thumb. Yeah, Dwight over here just fucking his own world. But yeah, but not for real. Like, yeah, Dwight, in, in a situation where it's you're in a relationship, do you think you're more the logical person or you're the more emotional person? Definitely logical. So I'm couple, one reason because I, I, I'm not gonna like yell at a female or like mm-hmm. raise my voice. I'm not. I'm not trying to come off as a, on a bad way. I'm more of like a let's talk about it and not fucking beat each other up. Um, yeah, I agree. Before it gets abusive and then Facts. a right hook comes out of. On, I could. I just fucking <laughs> But yeah, I've always been a logical person. Yeah. Um, but not too logical. Obviously, if you need to get something off your chest, go ahead. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, just apologize after if you gotta yell at me. And that's all. See, I I agree with that too. I just found out recently that I'm toxic. <laughs> I just I just found that out recently. I've been told that I'm toxic. I think everybody has toxic tendencies. Nah, but I, I just got told like I'm toxic as like to the extreme. So I can be toxic because I'm I'm a very logical person, especially when it comes to relationship. Um, the way I was raised, the way I see my mom and her boyfriends, or my dad and his girlfriends, the way like how I watch my parents live their life, and even my uncles and aunts. Like relationships to me, growing up, they just didn't look the best. So yeah. I had a lot of bad examples to learn from, mm-hmm. but I also seen a lot of good shit in each relationship. So me, I'm a very adaptive person. Like my, or, or I could be in two, I could be in another relationship, right? And I could be a completely different me. And, um, but yeah, it works with her cause I adapt to her and I could still be in that, I guess I want to say control mm-hmm. role, but I could still be in that with the pants on. I could start the pants on the relationship, but I just adapted in a better way for her. Because it's better for her. It, go, it goes back to what you're saying. Yeah. But, but at the same time, if we get into an argument, I'm not going to raise my voice. That's not how mm-hmm. I was raised. I'm not going to scream at her. I'm not going to like. I'm not going to talk to her disrespectfully. I'm going to let her get what she need off her chest. Depending on the situation, I'm going to respond with logic or I'll respond with emotion. I'm, I'm adaptive and I'm Both sides, perceptive. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm going to wait to see how they're going to go about it. And I'm respond accordingly if that makes but sense. To piggyback off that, like, do you ever feel that, like, because I mean, there's a right and a wrong, but do you ever feel like you're almost losing yourself when you have to adapt to somebody yeah. else and you can't be yourself? You have to be that self for the person. 100. That's one thing I'm trying to work on mm-hmm. within relationships is still being true to myself. Yeah. Because um, 
I think that's what went wrong with my last relationship. I'm not trying to make y'all my therapist or some shit. Yeah. But I just adapt too much. To to the point where you probably felt like you <laughs> lost yourself. Yeah, to where I'm not me anymore. I'm just Damn. Y'all y'all be having some conversations. I don't know though. what y'all be like in a link. Like the white just start laughing. Yeah. Oh, that should be so fucking funny, <laughs> bro. Cause y'all like, understand that should be hilarious. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I don't um, know what the fuck you talking about. I want to know, Dwight. Yeah, yeah. let us know before. Uh, he got it. He got, it was his. Joke. Nah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> nah. Well, I don't think you can say that on camera. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna. Yeah, I ain't gonna say that one. On nah, nah, nah. That's a little. It's a little too fucking. X-rated. Yeah, that's a little too much because there's a whole diagram. And shit All right, right, yeah, let's get. Let, yeah, let's <laughs> move yeah. past it then. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, I'm starting to find myself, especially within the music and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm learning how to uh, treat myself in a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's I, I know how to. I don't want to say I know how, but um, I was raised and taught how to treat a woman. I wasn't raised and taught how to. I mean, I was raised and taught how to treat myself too. But now I'm actually learning how to uh, put it into reality. Yeah, like and actually apply it. That yeah, make, actually yeah. carry yourself in a relationship mm-hmm. versus just being in one. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's true. As a kid, you learn like, all right, open the door for the girl. Da da da. da. But like you don't get told like, damn, this chick might be crazy. Yeah, you, need it, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. you open yeah. up the door for a crazy bitch. And it's <laughs> 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 Where the fuck you going, bro? <laughs> but like, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a different question. Ah, <sighs> fuck. Honestly, my mom made tacos and dipped the night. <laughs> is this transition? Or are we fucking just rolling. My with mom it? made. <laughs> Fuck it, we just rolling with I'm it. About, yeah, I'm about to stop at Taco Bell if that's that's the thing. I'm gonna go to bed with no internet. <laughs> oh, Dwight, yeah, Dwight. What was your what? What did you want to bring up to us? I know you had a, a hot topic you wanted to bring up. A hot topic. Yeah, you know the topic you. Oh, had. oh shit! Oh, the Riley Reid shit. I getting engaged. That yeah. shit's fucking hilarious. Hilarious. I, I just, yeah, it's hilarious. Well, Why no, no, not the topic, but the Twitter replies are hilarious. Oh, like the, okay. the jokes they make out of it. It was a really good laugh. It was a really good laugh. But happy, go good for her though. You know. So, yeah. Uh, I pray everybody find happiness. So, yeah. No matter just, what occupation you have, if you find true happiness and want to get married, I support that 100. percent It's just the ruthlessness. Of oh the yeah, meme. niggas on Twitter. Oh yeah, Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. fucking videos, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy, Twitter. Bro. There was like, there was like her new man scrolling through the fucking first five replies, fucking crying. That shit was <laughs> <laughs> and that's just the beginning of it. Damn. Ooh, that brings up a good question. Would well, you think you'd ever date anybody in the adult industry? No, nah, that's true. I'm done. For anybody, nah. genuinely. I don't think I. I don't think I will. No. Nah. I don't think so. Will you? I don't think I give a fuck, honestly. I don't think so. I feel like for me, um, I value not celibacy, but um, I don't know what it's called, but like keeping yourself to yourself. Yeah, privacy. Yeah, I, I value that too much to date someone in the literal business of adult filming and adult yeah. the adult industry. Just me done, personally. You're not going to carve anything in, bro. Like it's already carved up. Not even just that. Even I'm, even myself. Like I I wouldn't I couldn't be an adult industry person. Because I value my body too much to give it over and over for 
the sake of money or for the sake. I mean, everyone's situation is different. I don't know what, what, why, or what they're doing it for. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that me and my personal morals will allow me to be with someone like that. Mm-hmm. Not All saying right. it's anything wrong with it. I support them 100. percent If that's what they want to do, do it. But me personally, I think how that's no su- since you said you don't really give a fuck, how supportive would you be? Would you like? fucking go on set with them or like what's I don't your... I don't think all that but I think everyone has their own professions everybody has what the fuck they do yeah that might not be the most practical yeah practical thing that I'd like but if you're mm-hmm. in love you're in love and if you find someone actually you actually genuinely care about it's different like mm-hmm. Again, I was talking about, like, this one. There was, like, a porn documentary. It was about, like, after porn. It was basically talking about, like, a bunch of porn stars, like, once they quit porn, what their lives were like. And a lot of them just wanted to be loved. <laughs> like, dead ass. <laughs> yeah. You feel me? Like, a lot of them just yeah. wanted to be loved and be with somebody and not just get, like, railed like they do in porn. Like, they wanted to actually, like, <laughs> make love with them. Like, actually make love with <laughs> yeah. them and, like, do that sh- Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, go through the motions. That, like, so, again, like, I don't think I'd feel... Any type of way. Yeah, any type of way. At the end of the day, bro, the vagina is a muscle. It can expand. It can become tighter. It can do whatever the fuck it wants to do. As long as it's clean, ain't no STDs, I ain't Mm going to die. That's another thing that some people get. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Gaping. (laughs) I feel like a lot of people think about it. It's like, oh, this girl has fucked a lot of people. Yeah, but that's another thing that people don't understand, that it's a muscle. So, like, say, say a porn star, say they've been fucked a lot. So, that shit's, you know, a little open and stuff. But, no, say... But L- say, but some people have been, like say someone's gonna <coughs> rip stuff huh? that, since they're wait, wait, uncomfortable. Wait, 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 what do you say? I said say someone rip <laughs> them because wow. they're uncomfortable. It will become tight. Yeah, no, you're not lying. It's because it's that. a muscle. It tense up. So like, especially say you fuck a girl and it's tight. You say, oh, she's like, oh, I'm a virgin or something like that. You don't know that because they could just be uncomfortable. It don't matter. It could, they could be so uncomfortable or they can control. They can control. Okay, all right. I think there's a big difference. You know how you can make your dick jump up and down. You know how you can do that? Yeah. They can do yeah. the same exact shit. Yeah. They can open the gates or close the gates to an extent. I like the way he said it with his fucking shades on. I had to. Drop the the shades at the same time. (laughs) See, see, at the end of the day, man, your life is your life. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to do whatever the fuck you do. Yeah, public, like, you know what I'm saying? Public, you're like, your whole life is out there. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie. There are some people out there that be doing this shit, cameras off. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's like, in my mind, as I've been getting older, I've just realized, like, it don't matter what the fuck or, like, how many people. It's just like, you ain't got no STDs. You clean. Right. Yeah, you clean. I love you. All right, cool. We'll move on from there. From a from a moral standpoint, I I I uh, I accept what he's saying, but I personally disagree because from like morals and how I was raised, your body is a sacred. It's it's just something that shouldn't be defiled mm-hmm. or shouldn't be given to everyone. You know, so when it comes to like, would I be in a relationship with a woman with a high body count? Probably I don't look at body count when it when it's when it comes to love, but now when it comes to like that connection and making love or having that genuine connection, how how can you how can I can't consciously do that? Talking like out of lust or no with you and your partner. Okay, you're still talking about okay, you're still talking about that, right? Yeah, I can't consciously do that if I have a high body count. Oh, if you have a high yeah. So okay, okay, see that makes sense. So like if if so I look at it if the shoes were reversed, if that makes sense. So you kind of like you I understand your theory. It's like you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Type it's thing. not even that because you can. 
there's people that have done it, but it's just that like, for me, I can't consciously give myself to to like Damn, multiple women unless I'm in love with that woman at that time, you know, or unless I have some a connection with that woman. Yeah, almost like celibacy, but not if that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I can understand that, but I've been a fucking hoe. I've been a thought before, so I cannot remember this bar. But so you know what I'm saying I could see from the other side Nigga I've been a thought before So who You know yeah. like Yeah And I don't judge anybody That, that yeah. can Like I said I, I, I can accept that It's just for me personally I can't live my life that way mm-hmm. Yeah But I definitely don't shame Anybody that I do it I don't shame any industry person I was watching porn this morning First thing woken up <laughs> Okay alright 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 I ain't even gonna kiss you. <laughs> I was just watching fuck? it <laughs> <laughs> I was just watching it, though. Right. I ain't even do nothing. I was just watching that shit. Okay. All right, bud. <laughs> I'm trolling, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you can't turn a bad girl good, but once, you, once a girl gone bad, she's gone forever. Some shit like that. Jay-Z? Yeah, Song Cry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I honestly don't believe in that because I know there's a lot. Of, <laughs> trust me, I've seen some straight thotties turn into Christ, good Christian girls. Yeah. And People I, can change. Mm-hmm. And the same thing, bro. I'm guaranteed, like, majority of men, when they're not in relationships, they're thoughts. But mm-hmm. there's, there's some that continue that, and there's some that cut that off, and they're mm-hmm. loyal to somebody. So, and, and it's also that double standard shit. Like, men kind of hold themselves, like, lower when it comes to shit like that. Which I understand. i seen a TikTok about that, actually, that explained it. And it was kind of crazy. I don't necessarily agree with it, but um, they're saying that men... You know why men uh, make it like they brag about their body count? Why? It's because women have the access. Women have to be able to allow you to yeah. come in. You can't go in. You can't go in without her allowing you to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for us, it's an achievement. It's a goal. Like congratulations, you got laid. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Now for a female, in the in society's eyes, it's not a goal. It's like you let somebody in. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Now, when it comes so much, it's like, okay, you're giving your body to this man. Okay, you're giving your body to another man. Okay, this, this, and that. You, you, you see where it's going? Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I see how they make that conclusion or yeah. they come to that conclusion. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's very true. But I look at it, like, for myself, I treat it the exact same way. Like, I don't I don't think, oh, I got laid. Congratulations. I don't look at it that way. Mm-hmm. I look at it as me giving my body to a woman. Yeah, no. So. After my first time, I cried. Straight up. What, Keep that G. Virginity? Yeah, I cried. <laughs> what? What you mean? Come, I don't... Fuck. What, All right, what we're going to get... <laughs> <laughs> like, you just, like, you just got... Because I said it, but then it's like, damn, I got to go, like, I got to drop a, ba- a whole backstory on this shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's fine if you don't... If you're I mean, you know, sharing. it's not fucking bad. I was... Okay, I was 13 years old. Damn. Damn. First of all, I was way too damn young to be fucking. But I had met this girl, and basically, we were, remember Kick? We are messaging yeah. through Kick. So it, it came to the point where it was like, all right, like, cool. Oh, yeah. And I was a chick. So I'm mind. not, I'm, in my mind, I was a chubby ass <clears throat> kid. So in my mind, I'm more or less happy to the fact that I'm talking to a girl yeah. than I'm thinking of sex. I feel you. You feel me? So I was happy. But then she brought it up, and I was like, church kid. So I'm like, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think I want to. And then yeah. she kept bringing it up, and it came to the fact it was like, all right, well, if we don't do this, we can't be friends anymore. Damn. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm legit. I'm like, fuck. This is my only female you get, like friend. mentally raped, bro. I'm kind of. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. Yeah. Kind of. But like, I was, I was like, damn, like we can't, I can't be friends anymore. So it happened. But like, I felt like I had like guilt afterwards. I know exactly. What you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't yeah. like this was some amazing experience because not, it was not. 
It was not at all. Straight jackhammer in out. Ride my skateboard. <laughs> took my skateboard home. <laughs> took the side of the shower. You you ever seen Spider Man three where he's in the shower after the venom came off of using the shower? Like mm-hmm. yeah, I feel so bad, bro. <laughs> I feel so bad, bro. No, but that's real pain too. And that's real pain. When you cry in the shower is real. Yeah, pain, no, it bro. was it was pain, but like I've never cried in the shower. Really? Yeah. Uh, that's that's real pain, bro. Yeah, no, I was fu- I, I don't think I was like fucked up mentally, but it was just like damn. I was just, you just reflecting on what the fuck I did and I didn't yeah. know if it was right, I didn't know if it was wrong, did like anything like that. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't regret that shit because it shaped me to be the person I am. And like, mm-hmm. I feel like honestly doing that made me mature a little faster in the yeah. sense of everything happens for a reason. Yeah, where I understood what yeah. the fuck was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it probably wasn't the best scenario, but it made me understand like, all right, cool. This is what it's like. I don't yeah. necessarily need this shit. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I feel like once you get it out the way a few times, it's kind of like. It's not all hyped up. Yeah, but like there, there are some people that are stuck on that, and I don't think they're necessarily stuck on the fact of like, oh, having sex because the feeling is more like a power thing. I agree, I agree a hundred percent with that too. Because when I lost my virginity, it, it wasn't it. And yeah. shout, you know, shouts out to her because she was a cool person about it. No, <laughs> I thought you were complete opposite. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was a cool yeah. person about it after everything happened. You know, we went our separate ways, but it just wasn't. It wasn't what i thought it was how everybody made it seem but that's like if you have a say you have a really good virginity thing but now you're always it's you're always trying to meet that expectations what expectation like say say it's kind of like doing heroin (laughs) (laughs) what no it's kind of like riding the brown dragon is that yeah 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 because like your first time is like pretty much your best time no. no. No, 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 no. Doing heroin. I'm talking about heroin. <laughs> I'm talking about heroin right now. What? No, no. You I, I know where you're going. Yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right. So doing heroin, <laughs> the first time is your best time. How do you know this, bro? Just <laughs> let, let, let him get through. Let, <laughs> get through. <laughs> let, me, let me get through the shit, bro. All right, so doing heroin, usually it's always your best time. And when you keep on doing it, you're trying to chase that dragon. You're trying to get that uh-huh. same that high, the same high. So say you have a very good, you fuck a girl for the first time, and it was amazing. In your eyes, it was amazing, but the next few times, they're just in your eyes. You didn't meet the expectations the first time, so it's okay. just kind of it's it's like fuck. You, I didn't meet that. You're chasing. So it's yeah, it's better. It's better to exactly have that bad time. So every time you always look back at that first time, you're like, damn, this time it was ten times better. All that kind of all shit. Right, I see so what, what you're was saying. about the fucking heroin? No, I mean, it, it, was, could, it was an analogy. Yeah, you can say the analogy. same thing about weed. I, but yeah. You can heroin? say the same thing about weed. Hero- yes, heroin is... It, it was usually, an analogy. a lot of people talk about heroin is you really only get her- high once that first time, and you're just trying to chase that. Chase, yeah. yeah, it's the same thing like weed. You smoke yeah. weed one time or a few times, you have good times, and then after it's like you're just trying to keep chasing that. Yeah. Take a tolerance break, still can't get to it. See, yeah. But that's also why I have my philosophy... The way I do because I don't want to fuck. I want to make love. Mm. Okay. Because mm-hmm. okay. like, no, James <laughs> a lover. Okay. on some on some real shit. Like my the reason my I, when I lost my virginity, it was just fucking. It wasn't no love and mm-hmm. real emotion. Yeah, or, it was just you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I <guess. laughs> it was like. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but no, nah, then then like when I'm when I experience making love for the first time or what I thought was making love for the first time. I should feel like I was on, on like yeah the man of the world. Like you, you feel me? You felt like you had a genuine connection, like, and real like, connection. You yeah, did, it wasn't meaningless. And then after that, the relationship even got better, and then the sex after that got better, mm-hmm. and so forth and so forth. You know, but that's just that's just why I personally have that opinion or my opinion the way I do. 
Which is true. Ladies and gentlemen, keep your keep your pants on. Keep your dick in your pants. Keep your socks on. Keep yeah, keep your socks on. Keep your who legs closed. Take the socks off. Bro, you take your socks off yourself. No, you don't. Huh? You keep the socks on the you entire time. You keep socks on. You have yeah. to. I get hot. <laughs> yeah, yo, I that's what you heard. Yo, me, that's bro. one of your that's one of your fucking like highest like you ever like it's be hot as fuck. You take off those socks and it starts cooling your body down, bro. Nah, everything off except the socks. Everything and no, the, 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 the the top. Top. no, no, bro. Tank top and the socks stay on, <laughs> and, and the Tim. It gotta stay on, bro. The, 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 the Tim's and the knee pads. <laughs> 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 no, but OSRS, the socks and the tank top stay on. I gotta have the socks on. Yeah, One girl tried to take off. my tank top off, bro. I almost left. My, I start slipping. Damn, no, bro. I'm so serious. I told her no, tank top stay on. I had a Jesus Christ. Ass. I started slipping. I need toe grip. Look at that. You got the track spikes on. <laughs> Wipe off the bottom of my feet before I get in it, man. But I understand. I understand what what you're saying. My tank top. I asked, "Do I really love this bitch?" Like, <laughs> no, I'm like so serious. I asked myself, I'll, "I'll never take my tank top off, <laughs> yeah, bro. Never again." I understand what you mean. So even later down in the line, say you meet a nice girl, wife, and stuff, you still tank top on. No, that's different. Because yeah, that's love. Yeah, you'll cross but, that road when you get there nah, type the shit. Yeah. Oh, but if I got if I got to think, no socks stand on. But tank top. Damn. But no, but no, like <laughs> if I got to think, do I love this person? Mm-hmm. I probably don't. That's facts. That love is, is true. J- real love is undeniable. Well, if you got to think about anything, it's usually the opposite. Nine times out of ten, yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah. Which it's and it's honestly weird like that because you do realize that like if you ever get into a relationship or you actually do fall in love with somebody. Like, you don't even realize it. First thing you think is, I love this person. Literally. Mm-hmm. Like, you... I was so weird. I remember, and, But the relationship I am now, I think I said I love you on accident. I, I think you told us about that. Yeah, I think... I swear I got I said it on accident. Mm-hmm. Like, I was talking to her, and she was saying some shit, and I was like, it's because I love you. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, shut that shit off, nigga. Like, just, like stop <laughs> being so soft. That's, bro, no, that's that's how I got my... That's I remember the first time my ex told me she loved me. Cause I used to say that shit like just to be funny. Yeah. Before I knew like what it actually meant and how much weight had it behind it. We're in the store one time and she had did some stupid shit. I said, "Bro, I fucking love you." And then she looked me in my eyes with the biggest smile and said it back. I was like, "Hold up, that was real." Yeah. And it was like she didn't think about it. Then like when she realized she said it, she like stopped and gasped for a second. I was like, "Hold up," you know, like so real love is is you don't have to think about it. Bro, mm-hmm. First what? thing in your head is I love this person. Bro, what the fuck do you think love is? I don't think we can answer that. Though. I want to ask Caleb. I want to ask Caleb. What the fuck is love, love to you, Caleb? I don't fucking. Know. When you love someone, when you tell your mom, I mean, it's obviously different. Tell your mom and dad that you love them. I just do that because it's like that's what know. I'm saying. Like, yeah, it, 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 for your seven a.m. Like, appointment. Yeah. They, like, there are situations where you you think and you're thinking like, yeah, mom and dad, I fucking love you, just because you know. But there's mm-hmm. also times where it just becomes so like uniform. Like you already like you know what I'm saying. So I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like love can go both ways, like hatred or. Just what hatred? That is both ways. Both yeah, ways. it can go both oh, ways. Okay, I'm, I'm talking like it can go both ways. Like, they hear the frogs. Yeah, yeah I'm my fucking trying to find that motherfucker. And I, kill on, it. I honestly feel like to truly or hate move it, move, move it. My fault. <laughs> I'm not gonna lick, kill it. Okay, I'm, lizard lick. Lizard lick toes. In order to truly hate somebody, I feel like you have to love them. First yes. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like you can't really truly hate somebody until you love them. Because you get you get both perspectives, really. Um, but yeah, love is just. I feel like a lot of people use it as excuse also for certain things. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. But what does I, it mean to you, though? I don't know. I can't. I, I don't really. I never really think about it because I just don't give a fuck. So that's just. <laughs> I don't. Again, th- I just be doing my own shit. That's true. I, I ask the question without even you know, even thinking of a premeditated response. I don't even fucking know. I, I don't think it's something we could define. I think it's something Everybody's that, different. Everybody's love, perception yeah, is. Love is different for each individual person. Not only that, love is different not not only for those individual people, but when they come together, each person is love. Since they're different, they're going to come together and make something completely different and unique mm-hmm. in every single I relationship. Feel, I feel like, you know how, I feel like the, you know how when people like in the society, the heart is usually 50-50. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes it isn't 50-50. Which is, I feel like and, that's true. Like, um, not to not in true off. love, my fault. But. Yeah, not to cut you off, but like, I, I'm not even, like, to take it out of relationships when it comes to, like, things like music. Like, you, when you have a conversation with somebody that's iffy about music and is just doing it to be cool. You can see it. You can see you it. You feel diff- it. It's different than somebody that actually loves music mm-hmm. where you can have that conversation that goes on for hours and hours on end and you, you just don't run out of shit to talk about. Yeah. Like, you can, you can sense it. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, there's sometimes where shit's not fifty fifty. You really, Dwight really could fucking love basketball and love football. That's why the fuck he does it. Versus me, that's like, yeah, you know, I tried it. I fucking kind of like it. It's yeah. whatever. Yeah, like we yeah. at the park chilling, and they got basketball. Why not shoot it around? Yeah. But then Dwight come out there with cones and practicing this shit. Yeah, that be. <laughs> but no, I, I, I like that analogy too because um I, I agree. When it comes to um like out out of relationships. You can you can feel mm-hmm. if people truly have that passion. I think passion might be a better word for love in that sense. Yeah. If, but if they have the passion and they're committed to that that issue or to that um sport, music, whatever it is, like I don't. Um, What's the difference what? in your eyes? Passion versus love? Because usually, I think if you're passionate is, about, usually love it. I think passion is shown a, through love. Yeah, I think passion is more of a commitment. So you think love is just a big word in the middle, and then the subcategory would just be passionate? I think passion is like the adjective to love. The adjective like to pa- love? I'm passionate about it. Yeah, it, it describes. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, describes. Just, it describes your feelings towards it. Like, yeah, you can love something, but if it, when it's your passion and you're putting passion into it, it's like yeah. that's that that's the work that's put into it, and then love is like why you do that. But mm-hmm. also, I don't, I don't know. I think it go both ways, too. Cause like I said, I've been making beats since 2018. I've always had, I've always had the passion for it, but I didn't know I loved it until like I realized I loved it. Mm-hmm. I always did it just to do it, and then some point at one point in time, I was doing it over and over and over, and I'm like, okay, well, why am I doing this? Well, I guess I love it. Mm-hmm. I already had the passion for it, you know. So I don't know. I guess it kind of goes both ways. It's a really confusing question. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if I answered that correctly. I mean, we just literally just have been. Answer. I don't. I don't think <laughs> we've been answering. I think we've been asking more questions on top of the question. Yeah, yeah, we've been we've been ignoring the question. Dwight, yeah, fuck it, Dwight. What do you think? Love is an appreciation for someone or something. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> but I mean, there's shit that you appreciate. Like somebody could appreciate crack, but are they in love with crack? <laughs> they probably they probably love crack. They probably love yeah. using it. They probably don't love the actual. They crackhead. They probably love where it tastes. <laughs> no. Oh shit! They probably love where it tastes them, not what it is. That's yeah. fucking true, because that's how I feel about nicotine. That's how I feel about weed. Yeah, it's. I, a, I love the the relief it gives me. But you don't love what it does to you. I'm not yeah. that I love what it does. I just don't like that. It takes un- away your reality. I don't like the unhealthy habit. Yeah. Okay. It's well, it, it the because impact. it ta- mm-hmm. it takes away you from reality because 
it takes you to your own world of you loving nicotine, but the reality is it's fucking it's you up. It's terrible, yeah. Yeah, that's the reality. So I feel like so, a lot of stuff, that's why I'm like, I'm never dependent on anything because I don't want. Google thing, bro. Yeah, I would say, I, like, I'm never well, dependent on anything Sorry. because I want reality just to be what I'm living reality in. Reality is. And it's different because I feel like different things can help lead to different shit. You feel me? Like, I feel like if I was not smoking weed from sixth grade to now, there's a lot of shit that I would have not never realized. And it's weird Mm -hmm. because it was just some weird hobby that turned into something that, like, I'm not passionate about, but it just led me down so many different roads where I actually learned a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. Love noun. Um, The first noun is an intense feeling of deep affection. Second noun is... A great interest and pleasure in something. The first verb is feel deep affection for someone. Second verb is like or enjoy very much. It's weird. There's so many ways you can go with it. Because, like, someone could say they love fucking food. But then, you know what I'm saying? Like, the unhealthy things about that. You can say you fucking love to drink wine occasionally. See, okay. But then there's unhealthy things about that. What, what if love is... Loving, oh damn, we can't say the word in the definition. Yeah. But what if it's like accepting something for what it is, in its entirety? I think yeah, but at the at so like, you can love your girlfriend for all her flaws and sins, everything good, everything bad mm-hmm. about her, right? In a sense, if I think that's what I'm trying to say. It, yeah, it kind of makes sense, but there's like a like like we've been saying, like there's flip sides to everything. Mm-hmm. It could like you could love something but not even be thinking about what else it is like you know people that get into relationships and they really love somebody but you know that person ain't good for them they're doing them shitty and they ignore that just because they love them it's so fucking weird that shit's weird the fact that we're talking about this is really making my head like it's because they accept them for all the bad shit yeah it's not even that they accept them they try to ignore it like they hide that shit under the rug and only pay attention to the good okay but they don't like they don't accept that fact love is undefined true yeah for sure it's undefined it's like a crackhead's not gonna accept the fact that crack is killing them exactly they that's, just love doing it and that's deep as fuck that's, right? that's gonna go for everybody's head yeah it's, it's facts like we don't sometimes we don't accept things but we might love it like you don't accept the fact that the music industry might fucking ruin us forever and turn us into like greedy you know what I'm saying like it really could fuck us over but we have a love for music mm-hmm. and we putting ourselves in that position damn. damn yeah that's facts too that is because uh, fame, fortune, all that other shit. It's just out for 444. Hey, that album taught me so much shit, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any have anybody listened yeah, to 444. Yeah. I gotta listen to yeah. it. 444. I still haven't listened it's, to it. It's not an apology. It's it's basically like I'm him apologizing to his wife or Beyonce for cheating. But the this, entire album. Not the entire album, like there's certain things about it, but it's him coming to the consciousness of like, look, I'm a black man in society and this is what the fuck I'm doing. I have all this shit, but I want more. Why the fuck do I want more? Like there's one thing where he's talking about him have like having sex with some other girl in the bar is like, you risk that for blue and that's his daughter. Mm. Like I risk that good time for my daughter type shit. Like it's all self-realization and just realizing that like you're in control of your own destiny, but like what the fuck are you going to let that do? Facts. Yeah, and it's weird because I don't think he even meant to do that. But like every time I listen to it, I'm like, damn, he really like went in. Like he really let you know, like Says some real shit. Yeah, like regardless mm-hmm. of what the fuck you do, you're still a black man in society. You're still gonna be viewed at as lower. So why don't you get up off your ass and try to do something that's gonna profit before you end up in whatever? And even if you are going to the top, you're still gonna have to deal with shit that you were 
a while ago. It's crazy. Like, Facts. I don't think he, I don't think he necessarily meant it, but like, it really teaches so many lessons. Facts. I need to get into Jay Z, his entire discography. I'm not gonna lie, I only fuck with the shit he did with Pharrell really? and 444. Because he, he, he's conscious, but he comes more conscious towards the end of his career. The more the shit he did with Pharrell is more like bumpy, like it's like that. I just am not the type of person to be like, want to listen to somebody talking about selling crack when they're like 20 years removed from that shit. I feel you. I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. But for sure, 444 is an album to listen to. Uh, the Black Album and maybe like Blueprint Three. Those mm-hmm. are like those would be like the top for me. Uh-huh. If anybody else want to listen to Jay Z, just know that's the shit that bump. But if you're trying to listen to people sell crack, you listen to everything else and listen to Pusha T. So, <laughs> <laughs> bro, fun in fact, I didn't know who Pusha T was until he was before Drake. I didn't know who he was. In no disrespect, I, I really didn't know who he was until he was before Drake. I thought that fucking Pusha T was and Wale were the same people. Jesus Christ. For the longest time. Yeah. <laughs> for the longest damn time. I didn't even know it was Pusha T. I was like, Pusha. Who the fuck is Pusha? Pusha. Yeah, because they, like, on a hashtag, you can't put a space on a hashtag. Yeah, they put the T. So it'd be Pusha. Well, Wait. that's why they put the X or the uh, uppercase oh. T. Even still, I was like, Pusha. Like, who the push fuck at? No. But speaking about that, who are who are artists that we you all have listened to that you think you've like taken something from? Nothing, no one. Uh, it's fucking crazy. Really? You're, you're a fucking robot. So Re- like, all right, I'm gonna start this off with Dwight. Look work our way around the table. Yeah, work our way around the table. We're gonna get into you. We're gonna <laughs> dig into you. Yeah. We're gonna figure some Tom, shit out. We taught that on first. What is some artists that you really have listened to that you and their music you feel like you've genuinely gotten something out of? Gotten some out of? And related, or at least related to. There's got to be something that you listen to that you related to. Chief Keith, of course. Oh, related to. Okay. Related to, took something out of. See, no, nah, not taking, like, maybe related to. Like, you ain't never hear Drake say some shit, and you're like, damn. Like, when Drake said, if I ever love you, I'll always love you. That's just how I was raised. When I heard that, I was like, fuck, Drake. <laughs> fuck, Drake. Fuck yeah. you, nigga. That's exactly how I feel. Nah, he got some of money for me. Uh, shit. Not not their lifestyle, but what they actually say. Yeah, like just what they're their saying. Like you mm-hmm. heard it, and you're like, I relate to that, or it's like, damn, like I didn't ever think about shit like that. I'm so mean, bro. Like nah. Chief Keef said, once you get in money, you ain't gotta take it. And I was like, damn, nigga, I'm over here stealing shit. I'm actually, I got a job. Why the fuck am I taking shit? <laughs> this nigga, <laughs> that's facts too. <laughs> that's fact. That's what I realized. Oh yeah, I stopped stealing when I fucking got a job. Oh, Y and J said something. He was like, uh. Don't say you're Gucci man, bro. Huh? Do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he was like, uh, like the wipe. No, hold on. Hold on. I gotta think about it real quick. Like the wipers on the window, wipe the rain off, or something like that. Wipe the pain off? No, wipe, wipe the rain off. Let me go to it real quick. Hold on. Nice time to get fucking. Why he's looking for that? Caleb, who? You listen to a lot of R&B artists. So I know there's a lot you of shit that to, you hear bro. that moves you. You got to. Like, you ain't never hear Brent Fiaz and be like, fuck the world, I'm a walking erection. He's being like, yeah, fuck so, the world, right, So literally, like, every time, like, I love music to death, especially R&B and stuff like that. Like, when I'm listening to the lyrics and stuff and the symbolism and all that kind of stuff, I literally listen to it, I appreciate it, and it 
it leaves my body. Really? Yeah. So nothing resonates with him. Nothing. Like I can't think of any bar right now. I've realized that with that with people, like I've um, I think there's like two different sides, and it could just be more mainly because we're artists and we like, like you know what? Yeah, we take like that that extra step into music. (laughs) But I've realized that with people where I'm like, like you didn't. I'll be like, you didn't catch that. Maybe like some people just like the face value of the music, mm -hmm. or take take music at its face value. Well, like all right, let me put this in perspective. Like the only time I've ever felt music is when. Like, say, it was, like, well, I don't know, like, a long time ago. Say some bitch broke my heart. Maybe that's when I'm able to feel the music. Mm-hmm. But then okay. after that, it just, it's, it's dead. That's crazy. I like the wipers on the windows throwing rain off. That shit is so different. Throwing rain off? Yeah. They ain't, ain't no, any, any artist, anybody else that's done that for you? Like, uh, when I was younger, maybe Big Sean. Big Sean, okay. That's good, yeah. On, uh, what album was it? Paradise? Nah, that wasn't Paradise. It was the one that had Sacrifices Halfway Off the Balcony. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the, the Sunday Morning Jetpack. Sunday Morning Jetpack. It was yeah. the, the one with the two houses. I know exactly Sunday, what you're yeah. Jetpack, that shit was fun. Yeah, what the fuck mm-hmm. is that? I love yeah. that one. Damn, I forgot about Big Sean. Yeah, Big Sean. Yeah, what about you, James? Um, Alright, you ready for this? I decided. I like yeah. the wipers on the phone. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. If I ain't got you, that entire song just hits. Uh, what's this? She fucked in the minute. Made the coochie go um, <laughs> I'm gonna put her on the wall. Barely yeah, legal. Actually, I'm just going down alphabetical order. You said you said uh, I can't remember what it was, but it was. They were coochie loud. I don't think we got the lyrics it's on. Not. You guys said some shit. I can't get <laughs> lyrics <laughs> out on, on Apple Music. <laughs> but I know you said some shit to me. That shit was in my head the entire week, bro. Mm-hmm. Or not to me, but on the song. <laughs> See, but I felt like you said that shit to me, though, because it yeah. just resonated so deep. Um, shit. Uh, like, like Youngster. I don't know if y'all heard Church on Sunday. Yeah. But um, the first two or three songs, or track one, track three, mm-hmm. Cowboy. C A L B O Y. Mm-hmm. Um What are you gonna say, Caleb? Like the white on the window. I literally just saw that thought leave your head. Yeah, I, I don't saw remember. that shit jump like literally just jump out your brain. I don't know. Oh, oh, I was gonna say like I know something like when I be at work, like the only I'll just be vibing and shit like that, but I don't really like if I just it's just something that comes to my head or like just a song gets stuck in my head, but I don't really like relate to it. I just be vibing. That's all. Comethazine, which is kind of crazy because if y'all listen to Comethazine, y- y'all would know. But I listened to uh, solve solve the problem or something like that. He got a bar to say uh, he gave his mom his gun or some shit. It, it it was crazy, but then like when I thought about it, I was like, damn, like I kind of had to do that shit, or me and my brothers had to do that shit. Before. Earl Sweatshirt has a bar like that too. He said, "Tell mama get a gun if I get too popular." I'm just being honest with it. And that, honestly, bro, that's how I, like I kind of feel. Like yeah. you gotta protect yourself and protect yeah. your loved ones. Drake, of course, future. Of course. You don't even get hit with my grip. This is my nigga nine. Earth Gang. <laughs> my nigga nine. Shot in Dreamville. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh Frank Ocean, G Herbo, G Herbo got some fire ass bars. Yeah. Um. J. Cole, of course. J.I.D. already said Jack Boy. Jack Boy, bro, he been going crazy. But he, Jack Boy, Kodak, Jaden Smith, of course. Um, John Legend. Joji, J-O-J-I. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all heard of him. Kate Kemp, Juice World, Kanye. Kevin Gates, surprisingly, Kendrick Lamar, Key Sweat. And he be spitting, bro. I wish my voice was as deep as Key Sweat. No homo. 
stomach shot on a Wednesday. You won't get over Kid the hump. Bro, oh, I haven't listened to Kid Ink. He got this song called. Oh, yeah? Day. Yeah. Bro, listen to that. Like, listen to the shit he say, bro. Um, I don't but yeah, that's what, I don't know why I can't. Little Uzi, little Yadi. I I can't remember just lyrics. Like I can listen to a song about a thousand times, but the lyrics just don't come to my head. That's a weird thing. Like Life Genesis. I feel like because me as a kid, I couldn't memorize anything in school, but I could listen to a song once, and there was a bar that's gonna resonate with me that I I literally will remember for forever. There are songs that I can recite by heart. Maybe there's like certain like choruses because I'm more into like that R&B like that sing type. Mm-hmm. So there's certain like choruses that I can remember, yeah. but just like not really. I just appreciate the artwork more than just resonating it with me. There's I see. there's so many for me, and I can like like say them. Like Tyler the Creator said, "In search of did more for me than Illmatic." I guess that means we ain't cut from the same fabric. Uh-huh. And everybody idolizes "In Search of" by Nas. Mm-hmm. That's not what the fuck I grew up listening to. Yeah. And I, I listened to it, but it didn't resonate with me. But when I heard In Search Of by Pharrell, and I hear him, a black man, trying all this different shit, that shit just moved me in a completely different direction than that album. Because I feel like there was a lot of music of that same, not of the same caliber, but of the same substance of that era. And, like, Earl Sweatshirt's a lot. The whole album Views by Drake. So many quotable songs Bro, from that. Views is underrated in my mm-hmm. opinion. That's my favorite Drake album. I'm not, that I'm not his most. Song. That's his most popular. I though. think I think that's his most like emotional. I think he really tapped into that. Shit. I think that's the most played album from him too. Fire and like in just numbers mm-hmm. wise, that's his most played. What else? Um, Tyler. Earl Sweatshirt says so many. I'm trying to think more. Pharrell has said a lot. There's just so many artists. Like, there's so much shit I, I tie from it. And I'm like, damn. For some reason, with music now, like, I'm starting to... For some reason, I don't know why. I wasn't against it, but I just, like, I stopped listening to, like, newer shit. And just, like, stayed in, like, the prime, like, what I was used to. Mm-hmm. Like, older R&B, just, like, mid-2000s. Or 2010, like, um, R&B and stuff like that. But, like, when nowadays, that, like... Boy. Rich Homie Kwan. <laughs> some type of way. Bro, nah. Rich Homie Kwan, he used to be my favorite artist. I can tell oh, yeah, if you that twelve. Was, damn, that was like right away. Uh, that shit. Oh, oh yeah, that was middle school too. Yeah, but I I don't know. I've always been able. Music has always been more than just music. Yeah, it's always been like emotion. Even more than that, music has always been like. Do you have you ever listened to gospel music? I feel like if you haven't listened to gospel music, you won't. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like. They literally make music to help you to help you catch the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. So if you look at it that way, look at the music that they're like, look at Rod Oi, pain music to make all these hood niggas out here that's going through the same shit that he's going through or whatever it is to make them feel like, damn, I'm not alone or damn, yeah. somebody else going through the exact same shit I'm going through. Like, I can make damn, it out. I can hear it. If that makes sense. I feel mm-hmm. the same way because, like, I remember being in the church and, like, just singing. Like, even though I didn't necessarily believe in that shit, mm-hmm. but being in a room and everybody is singing the same lyrics and they know that shit and you're moving to it, and it's, it's it. mo- like, you really feel the music more than anything. Mm-hmm. And, like, you could barely know the lyrics. You're just repeating the chorus. And, like, you, you get the chorus within the first time, like, you said it. You've only heard the song twice and you're, like, br- and literally, as I'm saying this, gospel music is playing in my head. Yeah. Something bro. about the name Jesus. <laughs> hey, that's hey, that's facts, bro. <laughs> that's facts. Break every chain, dog. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I, on, or, I didn't mean to cut you off, but there's so Maybe many good. albums that like, like Earl Sweatshirt's I Don't Like Shit, I Don't Go Outside. He was talking about how his grandma died and him dealing with that. When that album came out, my grandma had died that same, like, Damn. maybe like a month before that shit. And that album came out. You feel like it was about you? Bro, I literally felt like he was speaking directly to me. Hmm. And I remember, like, listening to that shit. And it's not, like, the most... I mean, it's a very emotional album because he's talking about, like, drug abuse and a bunch of, like, shit that he's going through. And obviously, I wasn't going through that at that point in time. But it was, like, damn, like... Like someone, I feel like someone's looking down on me. It's like I gotta live my life to the best. I, I think that also ties into since I have like no role models or anybody to look up to, I can't really connect with the artists in yeah. a sense. Maybe that's why. Because there's when it comes to artists, it's like there's a brand and there's a product. I feel like mm-hmm. more people tie or like they relate more to the brand than the product. See, no, I, I like the product. Like, I don't give a fuck. Really? Yeah, there's like I don't give a fuck about the brand. Like, I don't give a fuck who they signed to. I don't give a fuck about what they're trying to. Like I just wait, explain that. Because I feel like no one would give a fuck about Nike if it wasn't Nike. But you said but Nike. Wait, well, Nike. put it in the music sense. It makes it, in the music sense. I fuck with the way these people like carry themselves and their music and carry themselves outside of it to the point where I don't give a fuck what they release. I'm still gonna listen to it. It's like if like let's, okay, you know no, what I'm no, saying? No, like mm-hmm. like you really fuck with J Cole, and I guarantee you, you've went out your way to watch interviews with J Cole, and you oh, probably yeah, fuck then, yeah. with J Cole mm-hmm. as a person to the point where no matter what the fuck he does, if he drop that album, you're gonna listen to that shit. Like okay, play, I play. Feel, that, that yeah. makes sense. Well, yeah, in the first, I thought you meant it in a sense where, like. They fuck with their image more than their music, and their brand I, more than the product. Some people, it kind. There's some artists where it kind of can be like that because there's some artists that personalities are bigger than their music, and people might fuck with their personality more. But I feel like th- even the way people carry themselves with the music, you kind of get attached to that person okay. and their brand and how they carry themselves to the point where the product is just like I'm going to listen to that mm. shit. See, I can agree. But, like, for me, say I love J. Cole and comes out with a trash, like, just song or something like that. Like, because I'm a big fan of J. Cole, I, I'll still say, like, I'm not going to listen to it. Because, in my yeah. opinion, I'm not going to like but it. But Mr. Nice Watch is garbage. But you still gave that shit a listen regardless. Like, yeah, well, yeah. So just a, well, you got to give it a listen <laughs> to understand if yeah, it's I, bad or not. I love Travis Scott, but the shit he's been releasing recently is fucking trash. But I fuck with Travis See, Scott. See, yeah, yeah, I've never been in. Okay, I feel you on that, too. I... I I agree in a sense. Um, I like his uh before rodeo shit. Well, I think that's a mixtape. Uh, yeah. But before, before rodeo, rodeo, days before after rodeo, rodeo, or whatever that the names of those are. It's, yeah, it's days after the rodeo. Astro World. I like Astro World, but everything after Astro World, I don't really care about. It's it feels like it's too industry. It's too plastic. I actually I actually stopped liking um, Tusi. Mm-hmm. He just like kind of blew up. I used to be on him when nobody knew him. Some dude last or in my senior year put me on him. Like, damn, because I was, like, slotting. As soon as he got, like, famous, I was like, I can't listen to him no more. Everybody using the same type of beats he using. The hot hats, all the same, everything. That's what it can. It kind of music for me. I know people really fuck with Juice World, but honestly, that's kind of how I felt about Juice World. Me too. I fuck with him when he first came out, but then when I heard him on everything and I heard everyone was trying to be like him, it kind of made me just be like... See, I, 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 I liked him, but then, like, when, like, a lot of artists die and stuff like that, everybody just, like... Hopped on that train and like it just becomes dead to me. Like, like it's my still like I still like him as an artist, but everybody is gonna view you different. Like oh, be like oh, you only liked him because he fucking he yeah. See the thing is like uh, no disrespect to Pop Smoke, I didn't like Pop Smoke. 
I liked I liked some of the songs that blew I didn't up even heard of him until I liked, I heard of him just before he passed, but I like some of the some of the songs he had and stuff. But as an artist, I don't really care for his art. Hmm. I don't care for what he's pushing. And then I was kind of upset, really not upset, but I kind of hate how they make him the poster child of New York drill when he died. Because New York Drill is in and, and UK Drill, they're kind of close. Yeah, they're s- so different in their own. And every different, every artist is different. They're not yeah. all the exact same. UK Drill, they'd be disrespectful. It's like, that's be hilarious. And they bro. don't got guns, so they talk about yeah. stabbing people. That exactly. one there was a violation. Personally, I wouldn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> bro, they be slotting, bro. <laughs> they do. He's, they be slotting. Like sometimes you can't really understand them, but they be fucking saying some disrespectful ass bars. Bro, I love UK streetwear. The fucking parkas and the the, the sweatsuits, the track suits, mm, bro. Yeah. That's so drippy. Then with the the bags around it, dog. Mm. I don't I forgot what is is Conor McGregor Irish? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's Irish. But the motherfuckers they run around with with the fucking straight like velvet um yeah. jumpsuits. Fuck with, that royalty type yeah, shit. Ad- Adidas Stan Smith's and a bucket hat. Yeah. And the most thugged out tattooed from the neck down. Yeah. Crazy. I love that shit. So fire. The most scariest looking white dudes ever. Mm-hmm. Me and Joe were talking about that. We need some like niggas like that for security. <laughs> like, that are Russians. Bro, bro, bro. you've oh you seen God. the video of the Russian police officer who jumped through that dude's windshield. Bro. Oh, <laughs> what, what the, the fuck? Yes. Oh my God. Bro, Russians, that. the Russians it. are different breeds, That's bro. not entertaining bro, as hell. Imagine a nigga jumping through your windshield, kick you in the chest with utility boots, then with a gun pointing at you. Yeah. Yeah. Three more niggas coming around. Open the car door, rip you out. They're like military. I believe they're like military, right? Military police. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all seen the video of the black kid where he fucking kicked open the window? He was mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna look that shit up. That shit's hilarious. But, um, like but yeah, no, no, yeah. Russians are like one of the scariest fucking white people, bro. Yes. Like that, I saw this. They're this, foreign, bro. They ain't white. They foreign. Well, they, they, they're their own breed, bro. Soviet Union. Dude. Yeah. Like, um, this, this one comedian was talking about, like, he does like voice and impression. Yeah. Yeah, he does voices. Yeah, he does voices. And he was about to get mugged in the streets, and he put on a Russian accent. They're like, "No, nah, no, nah, you got it, bro. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> y'all good." You ain't see that shit? Got that shit on fucking lock. Now you're not over here. Nah, bro, he don't got. He, nah, you gotta pit it up. Damn. Oh. <laughs> he RKO'd that shit. Nah, oh man. no. He's music the window, bro. I think uh, this man bro. really hit the fucking. The, you know how you know the how reverse tried. roundhouse kick. He just roundhouse kick the ten music the fucking window. Bro. Uh, you know Wait, you don't long, fuck with niggas like that at all. You know how long I tried to learn how to do that. Sweet chin music. The you seen the video that one dude that was mad that punched the fucking dudes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I up this chop this right. KO raise. Y'all see some flashes right through to talk about? Like Gatorade. What? Any other mm-hmm. topics? All right, let's do transition real quick. Wrap it up. Yeah, it's almost at two hours. Oh, shit, that means we're gonna be editing for a little. Oh wait, my fault. I'm gonna be editing because you're gonna be doing fucking homework. Alrighty. Transition. Intro, yeah, let's get the intro and the outro out the way. Yeah, let's do the outro now. Outro first. Yeah, hundred percent. Alright, we get straight. Is your shirt inside out? No, nah, it's like that. Alright. It's like a reflective. Yeah, it's nice. 
could have just looked at the... Yes. All I care about is money in the city yeah, that I'm from. I'ma sip it till I feel it. I'ma smoke it till it's done. I don't really give... All right. All right. Who wants to do... You want to do the... Fuck it, you're back. Sure. Yeah. All right. I hold your face down on the stove top while the stove hot. This that old rock. Throw your dead body up a boat dock. He... Oh, shit. Hold up, hold up. One more time, one more time. I don't think they caught that. No, <laughs> trying to read how many times. I'm fucking dead. All right, All right. you ready? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm my Posture. bum on my own whip in my own spot. You care about all the stupid shit that I don't got. You get beat with the clip to your shit. Got a swole, not get stepped on. I put the cut on goods like a coke shop. That's light. All right, you ready? You as soft as a soap pop. <laughs> you swole twice. All right, we're going to wrap up today's episode. The stove top uh, <laughs> while the stove hot. It's that old rock. Throw your dead body off a boat dock. Blow up the whole block. Dynamite tape to the whole this clock. This is more editing for him, so yeah. it's fine. He Get your soap stop. The shotgun named Michael Jackson because the nose chop. You don't know squat. Oh, that's all of it. All righty. We're going to end today's episode yeah. off on a very well high note. My name is Bands. I'm glad to make a return and be with my dogs today yes, and be able to talk to them. You yes, feel sir. me? We touched on some pretty good topics today, and we had a pretty good conversation. Yeah, it was, it was entertaining. I will say deep, so myself. Everybody, make sure to check us out on all social medias at I Am Human Entertainment. Get us right. Yes, yes sir. sir.